Hassan Yamitators. This was an awesome episode with Hassan Ahmad. Um, we got into it. We talked about comedy and we talked about uh, we talked a little about religion and um, but uh, we we got got off on a ton of tangents and it was it was really cool. It was a lot of fun and um, there's like no dead space, so there's always something to say. Um, you will enjoy this one. It was fun. Uh, go on facebook.com slash yamitat with Doug Culp. Um, comment and send messages and stuff. Um, I am thinking about making some t-shirts at some point uh, with uh, with yam um, in as like in sayings and stuff. Some yam puns. So that'll be fun. Candied, candied yam. Candied yam it up. Um, so go on iTunes and Stitcher, leave reviews, rate, comment, and go on yamatat.com. If you just want to stream it there, like download it off of there, like uh, that's my website. Like I maintain that. So that's fun. Uh, our apartment comedy show is still going every Saturday night that I post something. And um, Twitter, my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the Twitter for you and me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp is at Yamatat, Y-A-M-A-T-A-T. So enjoy the episode, you guys are going to like it. Spoiler alert, you'll, we, we laughed a lot. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll get a chair for you. No, I don't you know, know what that you know promotion code is. What's, what's stupid is they don't associate it with a website. And even if you, like, we found the website. Go to We did. We went to the website and it just says, hey, you know, we have promotion. Call this number. Here's this. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's not like one is only this. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to treat your guests well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Wait for it. Shit. Ooh, that's skill right there. Yeah. Mm -mm. Used to work at a pizza place that also had beer, so... Alright, that should be good. Okay. Frosty nine. Alright. How have you been? I've been good, yeah. Been very busy lately. With school and everything. Just can't wait to get that done. Mm, what are you going to school for? Uh, cognitive science, UCSD. Think about it. How about you? How's comedy been going? It's going good, man. Comedy Central called me last week. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, they said uh, we want you to do a three hour special. I was like, 
<laughs> I'm flattered, but if you can make it five, it'd be, it'd be uh, golden. Perfect. <laughs> Are these all your ideas for the podcast and everything, or just ideas in general? Some. Uh, a lot of it is just like mess that builds up, mm. stuff that should go other places but hasn't yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's my that's my life right now. Yeah. It's my desk anyway. I got a new phone on on yesterday. On yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I got the the HTC One M8. Mm. Oh. Ooh, that looks nice. Oh, with the two cameras on the back. <laughs> oh, what am I a scientist? <laughs> Maybe I should be majoring in cognitive <laughs> Uh, all right. So is it just is it how's the show work? Is it just like? Is it just like? Well, it's already re- it's recording. Oh really? Yeah. This is already recording. Yeah. Oh, I feel this is it's very Pete Holmesy of you. <laughs> <laughs> just to yeah. start the recording. I like the that that model. So I was just like, oh, well, I'll, just, I'll just do that. It's a good model to base it on. I've always wanted to. St- I've al- I've been I've been also thinking like if I would, would do a podcast, it would be off that model. Yeah. That, just that that talk and that openness is so nice. Yep. Because people come in just like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? What's up, man? Yeah. It's just like, it's recording? Oh, sweet. I, I, I feel like every show starts that way then. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh, we're, we're going right now? Yeah. And I always, I, always, I always told myself, like, if I ever ended up on a show like that, I wouldn't be caught in that. Room. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Like, you oh, were caught. <laughs> oh, I thought you, you would have noticed when I minimized the window. Yeah. Because I minimized it away and it was already, like, tracking. Yeah. But the mic wasn't on and I was like, oh, no. He knows. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought, because then you brought up Audacity, which has your theme song on it. So I was like, oh, well, he's not recording yet. Because he can record straight. So I, what I thought would happen is you would play the theme song and then we just start talking. You know what I mean? This is like, I had this, I was like, oh, that's such a good idea that you record the theme song right away and you record right on the track. Nope. No. <laughs> so you're just going to edit this in later. Yeah. yeah. I have the theme song already set to put into the front of the episode. Wow. I recorded um, vocals and piano, mm. and then harmonica, and then guitar. Oh. Did you do all that yourself? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. I was, like most, I was like, most podcasts have some kind of a theme song. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I gotta start doing that. Mm. So episodes like 1 through 13 or something don't have it. Yeah. Yet. And add it in yeah. later. Yeah. What's so? How's the how's the podcast going? Have you re- you've released a few episodes, right? Or have you released... Yeah. yeah. This is... The, uh, Right now that we're recording is episode nineteen. Oh dang! How's how's it been going? It's been going good. It's been going good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last episode that we released was episode fifteen. Uh-huh. Um, this girl Megan Gotch, who she's the nerdy girly, like on Facebook and Twitter, and um, I've never heard of her. Yeah, she does like conventions. Oh, that's so you get like interesting people. Well, yeah, why yeah. am I here? That's, <laughs> that's, that's what it comes down well, to. Well, she doesn't. I I don't think she's gotten paid to do conventions yet, mm-hmm. but she just now got like press pass for comic-con and oh stuff. damn so it's like yeah. yeah that's pretty cool yeah i mean especially where we're at all our podcast guests will be on these like s- will be about these people who are like super ambitious about yeah. getting yeah. someone <laughs> who really aren't anywhere like we're just like fuck-ups who like, yeah. don't have anything to do so we're like we're just gonna record like, ourselves talking I guess. that's what we like I yeah guess we'll just, uh, we like to hear ourselves so much oh, that yeah. right. we'll re-listen to this at least five times yeah or at least at least it's, it's, for me, it's like, my voice is so important, other people have to hear it. Like, that's, I mean, that's the crux of my stand-up, is yeah. that, yeah. look at, look at all these ideas that you should be having. Yeah. <laughs> look at this thing that I thought that you should have thought. Yeah. And for the longest time, I was, like, so against, like, ha- having any attention. Because I, 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 
attention is like this weird thing where I love it, obviously, mm-hmm. but like I don't like it in a certain sense. So I was like, I don't like attention. But now I'm coming to realize, oh no, I love attention. That's <laughs> all I want is attention constantly from give, people. Give me more attention. Yeah, give me attention. <laughs> um, so how long have you been doing stand-up? It's been a year and like four months. I mm-hmm. think. January 5th, 2013. Welcome. That's my start date. <laughs> how about you? How long have you been? Piecemeal, like four years. Piecemeal? I would say. Because I... I started back in 2007, mm. and then I did it a bunch then. Here, or L.A., or where? Here. Mm. Like, I did Winston's a lot. Mm. That was where I first went up. That's, me too. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a place, isn't it? Yeah. That's a... Yeah. You know, ooh, you know that if you do Winston's... <clears throat> I'm just going to burp. Yeah. <laughs> you know if you do Winston's, and then you want to keep doing it, then mm. you're just like, all right, comedy's for me. Like, yeah. This is... <laughs> yeah. You, you know... Yeah, especially at the beginning where you're doing Winston's every week and you're just like, this is what I want to be doing. Yeah. It's this like this place that would eat most people alive. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing. And then now, now that I'm doing it more often, now I'm like, yeah, I could miss a Winston's every once in a while. Like, yeah. it's yeah. not like a big deal if I miss one. <laughs> you know, I still think that's the best room because it just forces you to just power through. It's yeah. so easy oh, yeah. to quit because I've quit on stage so many times at Winston's. I've been like, dude, fuck it. <laughs> like, why am I here? <laughs> you just leave the stage? Well, I've been like, I did a minute. <laughs> That's all I really cared about doing. I have no <laughs> energy to keep going. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's, that's not... But it teaches you to keep on fucking going sometimes. It's like, nowadays, it's like, I've done the minute I want to do, but I really had nothing planned because the minute went so shittily. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because in your head, you're like, this is three minutes and it's going to be great. And then when it's crappy, you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, that was 30 seconds. They're not on board. Yeah. They're not on board. <laughs> yeah, I can't go all the way with this. <laughs> and so, but now I'm just like, I'm just going to eat shit for another two minutes trying to find something to talk about. So then you just leave. Yeah, <laughs> and, then I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go cry in my car right like, now. Like, I've got another two minutes, but fuck you guys, yeah. fuck me, fuck everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's really easy to just start hit, hating at yourself. Yeah. That's the that's the big. If that's if that's what they're into too, then you gotta just keep on going about on and on about how you're an idiot, and then people will be like, oh, you are, you and are. That's why we weren't laughing before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gets it. I would. Do you still like? So how often do you do comedy on a weekly basis now? Uh, once a week. Once a it's week. It's like what I can afford. Literally. Oh yeah. Because I'm saving up to move to L.A. Mm. And um, so the thought of, like, driving down to San Diego just to, like, for, especially, like, ACC or something. Yeah, and, like, where you're maybe get on, spot. Yeah, maybe get on. Mm-hmm. But even, like, the guaranteed spots, like, I, I can't think about. Like, I, it stresses me out to think about leaving North County more than once a month. Really? Yeah. So what open mics do you do? This one. Oh, the one you have in your apartment, about <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have it? Do you have? How has the audience has been going? I haven't been here in a bit. Um, it's been a little sparse. Mm. Like uh, last weekend, nobody showed. Not like, even comics. Right. Like okay. uh, Jeffrey Brenner was the only one that I knew was gonna show. Yeah. But then he he texted me like Friday or something. Yeah, I mean, told me he couldn't it, make it. It's tough because it's it's it, a trip. Because it's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's been so many times where like I want to go, but it's, it's just not it's not logistically gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so yeah, because of that, and also I've been going up to LA like once a month, mm-hmm. and so I've been cutting my teeth a little bit on the open mics up there. Like yeah. I did Sal's Comedy Hole, which. I mean, it's a comedy hole. Didn't go back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I went to um, Hollywood Hotel, and I went there there the same night. But in order to do comedy there, I would have had to wait like three and a half hours or something. Oh, is it that that many comics? That sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Ooh. Ooh. And um, and so I was like, well, and I was there like hanging with a friend. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Mm. And we just ate. Yeah. Um, 
I was there hanging with a friend, and then they were going to, like, go do karaoke and, like, other stuff. And I was like, well, I'll go hang with them because I'm staying at his place and yeah. whatever. And then the next time I went up, I did only the Hollywood Hotel. And how, much, fun. how much time is that? Three? Five? Five. Five. Yeah. Right. yeah. And you have to pay to play, too, uh, okay. there. Yeah. So uh, The thought of moving to L.A. really freaks me out. Yeah? Just because, I mean, the whole, like, if I, were, if I went now, then I'd have to start from scratch. Right? I mean, the hope is that in San Diego is I can network and meet people. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the, because, like, I, ha as of right now, and I'm definitely not in a place where I can just move to L.A. Yeah. With my comedy. But as of right and now. money-wise? Yeah. As of You're right like, now. You're like, no, I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, right now I'm in college, so my parents kind of had that covered. Yeah, okay, but, you know, okay. after I graduate, I want to support myself. Yeah. So I'm just going to try to find a job and stay down here for a while. Yeah. Um, and, then, like I said, it's, like, a good place for me to network. And, and you yeah. don't want to move up too soon either. No. Because it can, I mean, like, I've heard of comics like starting in LA and, mm. and I've heard of comics like moving to LA uh, a couple of years in and starting then. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's just like how you take it because there's going to be a lot of rejection probably yeah. at the beginning. But I, but, and I think it'd be stupid for me to give up this amount of stage time that San Diego allows me yeah, to have. San yeah. Diego has and a you lot live of, like down there, right? Yeah, I live like in San Diego. Do so you live in La Jolla? Or? Yeah, I live in La Jolla. Okay. So around, in, like, around the school. Yeah. So, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of it. It's like you have to be honest with yourself and where you're at. Because mm -hmm. it'd be nice to be like, yeah, I'm hot shit. I only moved to LA, but <laughs> I'm not, and so I can't. I can't put myself in that situation where I'm gonna fail like that. You know? Yeah. Well, it's like it's kind of like um, when people are talking about um, <laughs> when people are talking about like uh, oh, we're gonna get married or like oh, we're gonna have a kid. Like, but I don't know if we're ready. I don't know if we're ready. Like, it could be a matter of like, there's no like time to be like ready like if you yeah. jump in and like just put in the time like mm. you'll make yourself ready i guess maybe maybe that's a that, that, that that's a, also a possibility maybe i am ready and i'm just holding myself back but yeah. you know it's like but it's like it's like having a kid where i wouldn't want <laughs> since we've since we yeah. both had children yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um it's like it's like that thing where like well i'm definitely not ready to have a kid right now and mm -hmm. i know that for sure. Yeah. And I think that's with LA for me. It's like, I'm definitely not ready for LA right now. LA is like my child, I guess. That's not, but yep. you know, it's You're like. You're gonna give birth to LA. Yeah, it's like, you know. <laughs> like most people do. Yeah, most people. But yeah, I definitely know it's not in the cards, probably for a couple of years. I just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think San Diego, I can develop some things. I wanna have my own, like, projects that I'm actually working on outside of stand-up, eventually, oh, you know, come across okay. it. Like, you have this podcast. Eventually, I want to have something outside of stand-up that I'm also working on creatively. Yeah, cool. Which brings me to another question. Mm. Ultimate dream, like, I'd like to dance around the word career, because it sounds like, mm -hmm. this is my career, this is what I do, da, yeah. da, da. but it's like something that you love mm -hmm. to do, that you also get paid for, and you make a living doing it. What would that be? Oh, yeah. So, like, what would be, like, my, my, my mountaintop? I like to call yeah, it my mountaintop. Yeah, okay, but, yeah. I like that. Um, writing, like, I would have, I would like to write a movie. Nice. Or like, like a, a, you know. Or like a bunch a, of movies? A bunch of movies. <laughs> a bunch of movies. Maybe nope, even, just one, and then I'm done. <laughs> maybe, maybe even a TV show. That would yeah. be, yeah, that would be great. And, um, you know, it'd be nice to release a solid stand-up album. I think... Yeah. I wouldn't be... Put it out on vinyl? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I wouldn't be... What's vinyl? No, no. <laughs> I wouldn't be... Um, I wouldn't be too... I don't think stand-up... Like, there's a, cause a couple people in this, you know, that I talk to, and like, you know, I want to be a stand-up. Like, that's what I want to be. And yeah. I don't think... I think I want stand-up to be a very important part of my life. 
going yeah. in the future, but I, as far as the only thing going on for me, I probably don't, you know, yeah, don't yeah. want that. I want to try to, my hand at other things creatively. It's, it's fun definitely. to have, so it's fun to like put on a lot of hats and you're just like, yeah, yeah, I can do this too and this too. Like, but and I think stand up is such a perfect base for anything creatively. Yep. You have this performance aspect to it. You have this, you have, you're writing your own material. Yep. So, well, I'm not, Yeah. Well, I only do Carlin jokes. Yeah, how's that, how's that looking after you? <laughs> you mean you only fuck up Carlin jokes? <laughs> I always say that like, go, uh, being in a cover band is is like being a comedian and being like, dude, I want to do comedy so bad, but only Carlin jokes, yeah. dude. Only Car- that's like <laughs> people that's, love Carlin jokes. I'm just gonna keep doing them that's my like way. A, that's like an interesting concept. Is why is there no cover comedian? <laughs> Right, they're cover bands, like yeah. you said, but there's no cover comedian. Like I saw, I saw a video of some guy impersonating Louis on stage, yeah. but he had like his own jokes in like a Louis. Like Louis it was style. very well done, but it wasn't. It wasn't like he didn't do Louis jokes. Like why is there no cover comedian? I don't know. I think because they would be rejected. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. No one would really want to see that. No one would be like, well, like you're only doing it. other people's jokes. Like yeah. Get, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I guess there's a certain realness to comedy that you don't have to portray if you're in a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just portray the realness that they used to portray. Yeah. Or it could be that it might not even be funny. There's a whole, I mean, there's that That's concept of what I totally agree with, with. If, you know, comedy is really only funny if you portray your own truth. Yeah. And so if you're trying to cover someone else, that's clearly not your truth. You know, yeah. me and Carlin... We have, like, I would love to do Carlin jokes because they're amazing, <laughs> yeah, right? They're yeah. great jokes. They're yeah. the best, some of the best jokes of all time. But if I told them, they would not hit at all because they'd be like, you're, what do you mean you're a modern man? What, what is this poem? You're not even 80. Like, what do you do? What do you, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, you can say those words on TV now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I heard shit, like, last week. What are you talking about? Yeah. They say it on TBS. And then if they say the, the fuck bomb, then they just bleep it out. The fuck bomb. <laughs> know what you mean when yeah you when you say the fuck yeah the f bomb yeah the fuck bomb <laughs> do you have like do you have any do you have any bits that you have that are like this is my bit and i'm proud of it? you know what i mean like do you have any bits that think that you think define you that's that, that's something i think i mean i think i don't but i think that's an interesting topic though. um yeah a little bit like i uh a little bit a little bit of a bit no i just i recently came to the realization that a lot of things piss me off yeah but like they're little things and a lot of people don't understand why they would piss me off yeah so if you could t- if you could get people on your side for that that's yeah. i mean that's definitely you so i did i did this bit about like i was talking about traffic and then um uh how like the the, the lights on the on ramp like, they, they fucking pissed me off so bad. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you're supposed to get slingshotted on the freeway, whatever. And then uh, some people don't know how to accelerate after. And then they're like, oh, should I accelerate? I'm like, yes, asshole. I'm late for Wendy's. <laughs> and then, because yeah. it's like, how can you be late for Wendy's? That's like, true. <laughs> that's, a, that, that, that's an interesting thing. You can't be late for ruining your life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to treat myself poorly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm late for spending three dollars on food and feeling really yeah, bad I'm just, about I, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I just need to get back to not having anything going on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm late for sobbing in my house yeah. silently. It's like to myself because, like, especially my roommate, uh, not, especially because, like, I'm never at home now because 
you know, I'm always out doing open mics. Yeah, and yeah. like, oh, people are like, you're busy. I'm like, yeah, I'm busy, but I'm not doing anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm busy... I'm busy talking about how I wish I wasn't, I was, I wasn't as busy. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wish, I'm busy, like, talking about how I feel. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, like, people are doing, they're, they're like people who are, like, doing, especially people going to my school, they're, like, becoming doctors. And I'm, Ugh. and I, and I'm just up there going, like, I'm afraid of my emotions. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my brother just got his doctorate, mm. and he started going to school in, like, 99 I think yeah so 2009 till and then there's like two years removed because he went on a Mormon mission to okay. Denmark. Are you Mormon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you go on a mission? Yeah. To okay well to we'll get to that after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so like pretty much 15 years later he's got his doctorate degree mm. and he can be called Dr. Rob. Yeah. I'm like I'm never calling you Dr. Rob. Mm. Especially because his name isn't Rob. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> Why would you give yourself that name, Peter? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. It's so far removed from who you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll only call him that if it's in jest. Just like, mm. okay, Dr. Rob. Is this the older brother? Is... Younger. Mm-hmm. Mm. Older. Wait, you're more. I've never. I would have. Ne- I did not know you were Mormon. Mm-hmm. But you're also divorced, right? Mm-hmm. How is that like in the more? How I'm is just divorce- that cool, man? How is divorce? <laughs> <laughs> how is divorce handled in the Mormon community? It's um, it's rougher. Because, like... When did you get married? Were you, like, one of those young kids, like, at 20? No, I was 27. How old are you now? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah. So this was really recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, May of 2012, the separation happened. And then Mm. there's, like, a six-month cooling cooling off period. Yeah. I was doing air quotes, everyone. Cooling off period where Mm. uh, it's like, okay, maybe we won't. And then uh, January was when it was finally finalized. So January of... 2013. Oh, damn. Just when I started comedy. Yeah. Probably Corlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was like the best thing that ever happened to me really? ever. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So this is, this is interesting because I, you know, I've, I've never really talked to anyone who's divorced or don't know any, really of those, any of those people. So like yeah. how, so what was the trajectory of it? Like how, so you got, were you like dating before? How long have you yeah, dated? Yeah, we dated for like nine months before. Yeah, we, and this was, how was, this was like Mormon dating? Mormondating.com, right. Mormon is dating. that where you... <laughs> No, we, we met at the church that we were both going to. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, so Mormon dating, like usually you know within like a couple months if, if it could work. Like if it could work and yeah. then like the chemistry's there and so you're like, let's bone. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, did you have sex before you got married? No. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Um, but, I was like, that's not Mormon dating. That's not dating. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you awkward side hugs? Is that what is that Awkward what dating, side hugs. Um, just staring at each other, trying to see through each other's clothes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> more of an x-ray vision. <laughs> no, so the thing was like, um, as far as chemistry was involved, like mm. it wasn't really there on yeah. my end. And yeah. like when we first started dating, it wasn't really there on her end either. Yeah. But we didn't talk about it because it was like, well, we'll keep dating and maybe it'll develop. Yeah. And then it did develop for her because she's a woman and, like, they form emotional bonds and, like, the chemistry comes through that. Mm. But for me, it was just, like, deadening, deadening, deadening. So you were emotionally unavailable for to her? Literally. Yeah. Literally, yes. I couldn't. I wasn't, like... Yeah. And, uh... Because so, my, bo- my body was, like, what, it, what, what do you want me to do with this yeah. right here? And I'm, like, what? I mean, you know. <laughs> okay, so... So... She... So, throughout your whole dating time... 
you were emotionally unavailable? Or was it like, were you trying to, were well, you trying to make it work? Throughout the dating time, there was like things in common, and so yeah. we'd make each other laugh and stuff, and um, it was a good friendship, mm. but that's all it was, and that's all it should have been. Mm. Like... And then when we got married, so like, how, like did the, a, how did the proposal go down? Was it uh, was it like top of the space needle? Really? Uh huh. And my parents oh, live in Seattle. That is, is kind of romantic. <laughs> 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 my parents live in Seattle, so it was yeah. like we were up there visiting with them, and mm -hmm. like they were there too. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so so then um, we get married, and then um, it was just like like a dumb person. I was like, well. Surely after we like start doing it and stuff like it's gonna happen. Yeah, the chemistry yeah. will be there and yeah. like, and it just never was there. And was like there. eight months later, it just came to a head. Yeah. Not literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was just uh, yeah. I, I broke it. I broke it to her and like uh, there was no chemistry. And she was like, all right. We went and saw a marriage counselor and then she was like, just take sex out of it for a couple of weeks and just see how that goes. I'm like. Really? But that's like the only thing, for you, that's the only thing keeping it together. <laughs> yeah, newlyweds, yeah. like, no sex, like, yeah. uh, um, and then I asked for the divorce, uh, like, three weeks later or something. Yeah. Yeah, but the moment I walked out of the marriage counselor's office, I felt this huge weight lift off my shoulders. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's a big lesson is never get married just for sex, then. Uh, I mean, like, it wasn't just that. Like, yeah. there's the social pressures in the Mormon church. Like, okay. once, you're, once you're getting to a certain age, like... They're like, you gotta... People are like, people are what's, like up? what's What's going on? What's up? Yeah. Yeah, and also, like, with my parents growing up, like, I, uh, I said this on the show before, but um, I, I never really saw them, like, really affectionate yeah. towards each other. And yeah. so I was like, well, I mean, they're, like... I mean, really good friends who I assume... I mean, and, I mean that's your basis I, for a relationship. I assume they right? did it four times because we have... There's four kids in the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so that... I think that kind of seeped in there, but... Um, yeah, I learned a really important lesson, which was, like, if there's no chemistry, like, fucking run. Like, yeah. Just well, run the other way. You can't get... You can't let that social, outside social pressure get to you. So how did the Mormon... How did your Mormon community react to... Yeah. How did your community react to this? Well, so, like, my mom... Because I've never heard of, you know, a divorce Mormon, in the Mormon... Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. happens. It happens about fifty-fifty. Like really, it, yeah. Like really? the divorce rate is in our church and like the rest of the world is like pretty, pretty much, much the, the same. same. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, people are the same no matter what. But um, it is like really important to like, because when you get married in our church, like you're like sealed forever. Like okay. And then like whoever of your kids gets married and stuff, like they're sealed back to you forever and like on and on and on. Yeah. So it's like a cool like chain and whatever so she's about to get married in like a month or something i guess again okay. i yeah and okay. i heard that from my roommates because like she's not on my radar at all like yeah. there's no nothing and i'm glad yeah um which <coughs> means like the seal between us will finally be like broken and i'm yeah. like good i don't want to be part of that chain yeah like no uh so my mom and brother were like in heavy denial and, um, about you getting divorced? Yeah, yeah. They were like, no, you're not divorced. They were is like, that like, how does that, how does that work? Well, they were like, you're so, but you guys are so happy. Like, how, oh, okay, how? Because okay. we'd like put on a happy face, you know, and like, um, and like we just relate to things like friends would, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, like in, in church, it was kind of weird because it was like, uh, once we got separated, like she went and lived with her dad and like I was staying in like the family congregation because there's different ones there's like different they're called wards and like the ward is the congregation so there's a family one where it's like everyone has kids or like they're older and mm -hmm. whatever and then there's the singles ward 
where it's age 18 to 31 mm -hmm. and then like then you like kind of age out and like yeah. after 30 after you hit 31 oh wait i think it's when you hit 31 or when you're about to hit 32 they're just like okay like go to a family ward or like go to uh like a mid singles mm. thing which it's a pretty sad scene with the mid singles <laughs> the mid single mormon scene <laughs> yeah where it's like Not very... i think it's like 27 to 45 or something and oh. it's all like it's it's all pretty much like i mean not all but like a lot of like divorced people and like um it's just like it seems a little sadder yeah um so anyway uh when i went to the oh yeah so when i was in family ward after the separation and stuff mm -hmm. like people would be like oh where's your where's your wife where's where is she and oh. i'm like oh we we're we're getting a divorce we're separated and people yeah. were like are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, this one lady was like, um, you know, <laughs> she was like, you know, my, my grandfather, I think it was her grandfather or her father or something, um, lived in Japan and they had a arranged marriage. And she was like, and that, I mean, that worked out well. They just stayed together. I'm like, it's not like feudal Japan anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, my parents were arranged married. Really? Yeah. Okay. And it works out really well for them. I think for... I didn't mean to... No, no, it's fine. It's fine. They grew up in feudal Japan. So it, it makes a lot of sense. Good, okay. No. But it's like... And there's this data that shows that arranged marriages end up working more... Because you have to make it work kind of thing. Well, it's because you get married more for your family... And like your social structure, hmm. uh, which I think means a lot. Maybe not your social status um, so much, because uh, I'm not very in tune with my culture, so I'm just trying like yeah. <laughs> what I might be saying might be complete ass. But but you get married more for like your family and like sort of a reputation, I guess. Not even a reputation. Uh, I'm going down a rabbit hole that probably I shouldn't go down. No, but no, keep plunge down. It's <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So you get married more for just. The passion and the, I think, I think a lot of the time the reason why marriages don't work, and this is someone who's never been in a relationship, okay. so I you have zero, it? no, I have zero clue. Um, Wait, how old are you? 21. Okay. Yeah. No girlfriends? No. Oh. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that after. All right, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said that like that's like a what the fuck. I was like, really? <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, you know, it's like a lot of the times I feel like people, if you get married for like the passion and the fun of it, it's not going to, you know, passion fades over time. That's not going to Does be, it though? It does, right? With body chemistry? Because. Pheromones. Yeah, but like. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Here's the thing. Passion is like, I think part of the passion you have to have is things that, in the on too. edge. You're kind of on edge. You're like, it's like new. You're discovering. Like after a while, there's only so much you can discover about a person. Nope. You know, lifetime, lifetime <laughs> discovery. Yeah, yeah. I should just reference your marriage. That's why we call the vagina the Discovery Channel. Hey no, <laughs> zero people call it that. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a thing. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I actually, I read an article, and that's what I'm trying to quote, but I can't really remember it. Of why arranged marriages work more than the marriage sort of like a western marriage where it's not arranged no i just imagine like guns on the holsters and stuff like a western marriage <laughs> <laughs> cowboy hats <laughs> could have in the past feudal japan western. yeah yeah where are we right now 1865 yeah with this computer <laughs> yeah yeah uh, 
Um, wait, what was the thing that we were going to talk about again? Oh, yeah, I've never had a girlfriend. Oh, no, before that, you were like, we'll talk about that, we'll get to that. Oh, I don't even remember. The Mormon mission thing. Or oh, yeah, 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 so yeah, where was your, where was your mission? Uh, Dominican Republic. Really? How yeah. was that experience? It's crazy, it's like a second and a half world down there. Second and a half, it's, I'm pretty sure it's a third world <laughs> country. I mean, <laughs> there's some, I mean, there's some areas that are like way nice, mm. but then there's some areas that are like super duper impoverished. And yeah, like, so did you go to the impoverished areas? Uh, I went to some nice and some impoverished. Like, yeah. uh, every six weeks there's a transfer. Yeah. And so they'll move, like, a missionary around. And you were there for two years? A bunch years? of missionaries around. Yeah. Oh, damn. For two years, and then um, sometimes you'll stay for another transfer, and sometimes you'll get taken from, like, middle of the city to, like, middle of the country. country or... I like to say campo, because that's what the Spanish word, and it still, like, registers that way. Yeah. Um... But yeah, it was crazy. That as a result of the mission, like I speak Spanish, mm. so that's an that's an incredible life experience. Yeah, I've been, I've been like thinking about that lately, especially because I started doing stand up. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the times I'm like a spectator in life, and that's what stand up is, right? It's just you're kind yeah. of like observing a spectator with a microphone, yeah. yeah, right. And then a part of me is like, well, how much of life have I really lived? Because I mean, you've, you, been, you've gone to school, and yeah. like that's is that pretty I've, much like? But it's like <laughs> I've like not diminishing here. No, no, no but you know. <clears throat> I've lived a nice life. That's not that's not okay. what I'm saying. But, you know, I just, like, my parents are, are great parents, and, you know, they've treated me well, and I've, got, I've been really lucky with yeah. just how I was raised and everything. But I've also, like, lived in this, like, really sort of cookie-cutter culture of you go to school and you do well, then you, you, go, you go to college. College is not even, like, growing up, college is just assumed. Like, even <laughs> in elementary school, my parents, like, Stanford, whatever, right? The college is, like, assumed, and everyone else in the same, because I grew up, in Cupertino, which is like a heavily Asian immigrant population, okay. and so everyone's like that. Everyone's that like college, college. Where college. is that? That's where Apple is. The oh, Apple headquarters. Up north. Yeah, in the Bay Area. Okay. Yeah, and so yeah, it's, it's like getting kind of a Steve Jobs vibe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. I think that is a problem. I just hate people. So, <laughs> What's up without the asshole? Yeah, there's the um. So there's that culture, and then you know I got to college, and I go to UCSD, which is the same. You know, you go to college, and everyone's either a doctor and engineer. Yeah. So I've lived this like really cookie cutter life, and the craziest thing for me about doing comedy is like I'm meeting real people. Yeah, almost, Where yeah. it's not like where they're like, like I went to India for six months, or like I went to the Dominican there. Republic for two years and <laughs> did things. I've been married, and you like you know what I mean. Like I meet like yeah. people who aren't just like okay, well I need the money in the future. So these are the jobs I'm doing. These are the jobs <sighs> that I'm gonna take. It's such a pitfall that people fall into where you're just like, like oh this I mean this is my job because this is what I worked for. I'm yeah. gonna be happy. I'm... Is that a problem? No, it's All just. Right. The, so um. It, it fell asleep. Okay. Just the monitor. Yeah. Uh, the uh. <laughs> I mean I mean that's the biggest problem I ran into and that's why I felt so disillusioned with school, and I've always been the type of person where like. I remember, like, even back in high school, people were like, college is not for everyone. I was like, yeah, okay. That's what he's talking to me. I'm that person. Yeah. I, you know, college might not be right for me. But, you know, I'm glad I did it, obviously. Edu being educated is Are like... Are you done? Are you almost done? I'm this June, I'll be, I'll be done. Um, you gonna, like, walk with the cap and gown and yeah, stuff? Yeah, I don't want to, but my parents want me to, and they, <laughs> they pay for everything, so they... I mean, they deserve that. They okay. at, least, at least deserve that. And I, I'm, I don't even do it begrudgingly. I was like, yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, it's the, the, the shitty thing is is that you meet so many people that want to be doctors because A, their parents want them to, yep. or B, they know there's money there, yeah. and those are not the people you want to be doctors, you know? Yeah. Because in the end, they're not going to care about the life that they're working on. Yeah. They're going to care about the paycheck at the end of the day, or yeah. the culture that they're sort of satisfying, unless so... 
then like I want to help people. Yeah, if all of a sudden there was like free health free healthcare for everyone in the country, doctors would be like, uh, I don't want to be a be doctor a lot, anymore. There would <laughs> like, be, be a lot of people that yeah. would be like, I don't know if I want to be a doctor. And it's like, good, yeah. you fucking shouldn't be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Yeah, well, you can't you can't <laughs> save lives for money. What kind of bullshit yep. thought is that? Yep. You know, I don't. I, I want someone who wants to be a doctor to be my doctor. Yeah. You know, I want someone who genuinely wants to help me. Yeah, and is intelligent. <laughs> um, my my buddy went to dermatologist and he got some uh, stuff done with his skin. Like got whatever and. Uh, I think he asked, he was like, so what got you into dermatology? And he was like, I really love it, you know? Like, yeah. I love, he was like, I love, like, all the intricacies, and, like, I love helping people with their skin and stuff. And he's yeah. like, that's the one you want to go that's, to. That's the, that's the person who should be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember um, going into college, I was like, oh, I'm totally pre-med, right? Because that's what I was told to be. <laughs> and I was like, I'm totally pre-med. And then I remember I walked into orientation, and they're like, who here is pre-med? And then, like, fucking 80% of the people raised their hand. And, I, and that was the moment I was like, oh, I don't want to be pre-med. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not, that's not, I'm just like, that. most of these people where it's like, yeah, I've been told to be pre-med. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I am pre-med. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I was like, well, no, I don't want to do that. And then uh, there was a lot of, like, uncertainty, and especially my second year of college, of just unhappiness with, like, well, yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Um, college didn't seem right for me. And then, um, you know... I started doing comedy and things slowly, I think, are going to start falling into place, hopefully, where I might be able to get a job after this that might be interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so... Something else to add to your comedy? Yeah, something else to add to my comedy and just like, I don't know, I need to, just that life experience, that mm -hmm. would be nice, finally to have something outside <laughs> of, I mean, I mean, that's the biggest thing about comedy for me is like, I'm not, I don't feel like such a vanilla cookie cutter person anymore. Yeah. I feel like I'm sort of, sort of late to the game into developing into like a kind of real person. Yeah. You know, like more, that. more of a milk chocolate than a vanilla. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If you want to bring my skin color into it, <laughs> I guess. I'm just <laughs> saying milk chocolate's more better than vanilla. Yes. More better. More. That's better. right. That's right. That's, uh, I mean, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like vanilla? Yeah, I'm very. I like okay. I like plain everything, which adds to really? the vanilla-ness of oh. me. Yeah, vanilla, just plain anything. If you go to frozen yogurt, you just, just get vanilla. Just plain, just no, plain no toppings. Um, I mean, if there's like cookie, uh, the cookies co and cream, cookie dough, or some, I don't yeah, know, yeah. some place like cookie dough and maybe yeah. some like sauce. I mean, vanilla's but, a good flavor. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's I like adding, adding stuff to it. vanilla. And like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's, my, that's, <laughs> how, that's, how, that's how I feel about vanilla. <laughs> uh, but what, what was I? What was I gonna say? Yeah, it's just it's just interesting being a person now. I think, or starting to become a person. Yeah. Yeah. Finding out finding out who you are. Yeah. Just like finding out what you want to do. Yeah. Really. And just like. Not so much of being, like, not being afraid anymore to do mm -hmm. what I want, because I'm 100% afraid of this all the time. This is such a, there's no solidity to this choice that, I, you know, to be this comic or to be this writer. Yeah. But instead of fighting it, just go with it. Yeah. No, because fighting it's just going to only make me angry and filled with rage yep. that I didn't do what I wanted to do. Rage and repression. And yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's um, so. We were talking about, uh, we got to get back to the no girlfriend thing. But yeah. But we were talking about, like, creating um, stuff outside of stand-up. Mm. I think it's really important to have something else that yeah. you are passionate about. Because, like, uh, have you written anything? Like, yeah, yeah, I've or written... Or just, like, started things? I've or... written um, a short story, a couple short... I've written one short story, and I'm working on another one, which yeah. there's t time. It's just... 
Sometimes it's just like in word or like what? Yeah, yeah, in word. Just type, just okay. short story wise, and I post a couple of them on the internet. Um, and then last year I got this idea for like a story, like a TV show in my head. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't know anything about screenwriting. I don't know dick about story structure, yep. but I'm like, I'm just gonna, but in my head I was like, this is gonna be 30 episodes, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, might as well just start writing it, and even if it sucks, it sucks, 30 episodes. something, right? Yeah, 30 hour long episodes, that would be oh, the plan for this series. So and like so HBO I wrote, or Showtime. Yeah, yeah, that, in my head I was like, yeah, HBO, like, you know, you gotta let yeah, yourself dream if you're, gonna, if you're gonna do this job. Mm -hmm. And so, I wrote the first three episodes, yes. and they're completely crap. What? But, yeah, they're shitty. But, I mean, they're the first things I've ever written, and I've written... Dude, I'll read them. <laughs> I haven't actually, I've never, I've only shown, like, two people. Because I, I wrote, I write TV stuff, too. Yeah. I've written five scripts. One of them was with my two buddies. Yeah. And, um, that one's, uh, the script is, like, 79 pages or something, so we wanted, like, an hour and a half premiere. Yeah. And then, um, and then we have episodes two through nine like mapped out like heavily yeah. outlined of like here's where things could definitely lead and yeah we have a season arc for season one season two season three and mm. um and registered it's registered with the writers guild right up there oh damn yeah so that's 20 bucks <laughs> 20 bucks you send in the pdf and they're like all right this is yours for five years and then you have to register it again okay um and then i wrote um <clears throat> that's, i'm like that's nice. i'm like back to me yeah. <laughs> no, keep going keep going so I read a, a sitcom and then uh, a second episode of that sitcom, and that's loosely based on us three, like, living together, mm -hmm. hanging out, and, like, yeah. all our zany adventures. Yeah. And then I wrote a, um, another original with um, about a guy who's, like, his unemployment's about to run out, so mm -hmm. he, like, quick gets a temp job. Yeah. And then so he's going to be, like, bouncing from job to job and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I wrote a spec, pilot, or a spec uh, episode for um, Being Human. Have you seen that show? Is that the... Um... Sci-fi? Is that the one with Carl Urban? That's almost human. Yeah, almost human. The one that I'm talking about is the um, the werewolf, the vampire, and the ghost. Do you all uh, live together? No. Oh, it's so good. That sounds like a teenage. No, it's like, I mean, it's on sci-fi, and like oh, it's okay. it's like thirty year olds pretty much. Okay, okay. Like basically, what TV has gotten to right now, which I love, mm -hmm. is like everyone who grew up watching like good TV and stuff mm -hmm. wanted. To be writers, and so now they are, and so yeah, now they're well, like. TV is fucking is, crazy right now. TV oh, yeah, it's good so shit. damn good. Yeah. So this show, after the season three finale, mm -hmm. I was like, ah, like all these cliffhangers, yeah. and then I was like, ah, yeah. and I was like typing furiously, like this is what I would, what I would want to happen in season four, episode one. Yeah. And then throughout the season, a couple, like, five or six of the things that I predicted, yeah. happened, and I was yeah. like. Yes! <laughs> oh, not only is that validation, but like as I was writing the script and stuff, I was like, I can't wait to never see this on TV. Because yeah. like I never would, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, it's important to just write. I mean, that's it. Yeah. It's just, it's so big. I'm, what, what I'm trying to do now is, I'm very bad at it, but I want to start keeping like a daily journal. Just, okay. just, just so I have like, I can, that's more writing. With your thoughts or like... Thoughts, with... important quotes that maybe you struck out, like really, like... Stuck out stuck to me out. during the day. Not struck, struck out. out. I mean, You're like, most oh, of my quotes are about... It's not doing it for me. Most Three of my times. quotes are about baseball. You're out of here, so, yeah. They're all baseball-related <laughs> quotes. I mean, you really um, got to hit that line drive with the first script. Yeah, yeah, I really do. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you want to knock it out of the park, but I mean... <laughs> if, if your fly was settling... <laughs> Uh, but it's a line drive that went all the way to center field <laughs> in the back, and then you were able to get all the way to third, and yeah. then you stole home. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and, and and a lot of it is this. I feel like there's so many bits during the day that yeah. I just miss. Yep. You know, like yeah. there's a, someone said. I forgot, someone told me everything's a bit. 
And that's probably like a per comedy person <laughs> that I'm misattributing to someone talking to me too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, there's I feel like there's so many things that I could write about, and like everything's a bit. And like, and then I'll start. I'm, I'm gonna try doing these things where like sometimes I'll say like offhand things on stage that kind of like come out in the moment, yep. and they're not really that funny, but they're like, oh, I'm just so nervous right now, and I keep going. Well, then I should write about that. Like that's what, if that's what I'm feeling in the moment, that's what I'm feeling a lot. Yeah. So I should just write about like oh. On stage nervous. or on TV. For the TV script. Oh, I mean, the TV script is just, like, a pipe dream. That's, like, more for me to help me write and, like, have, like... You wrote three episodes. Eh, but, I mean, it's... it's. I mean, I don't expect it to Wait, go... Wait, did you write them in Word? Or did no, you write it's Celtics. Them... Oh, okay, that's what I use. Yeah. 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 So, I, I, I have known nothing about writing a script, but I was like, I might as well just fucking try. Yeah, because like, it's, no, a, it's no... got the format there for you, and yeah. you're just like... Okay, well, X. I mean, even if it's completely <laughs> awful, like, that's my, that's, I made an attempt. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's no, there, I, there's no reason not to just try it out. That's and how, then, that's how my buddies feel about the script we wrote. They're, uh, sorry to interrupt, but they're, mm-hmm. they're just like, I'm just happy we finished something. Yeah. Like, like we accomplished something. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a damn good show. <laughs> like, we want to get it out there so bad. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's, it's, it's tough because, because, like, I have another movie idea. That I, I haven't, like, I've started outlining in my head, but mm-hmm. I haven't really started writing. And it's just so tough because I know the tough part for me is going to start writing it down. And when I, w- once I get into it, then I can keep going. But the problem is getting into it. Because I have these so many projects in my head. Yep. yep. But you're just like, ah, I guess it's not happening. Uh, like, I guess it's not. And the same thing. Do you write them down? Like, the ideas? Sometimes. The if, I, if I think of it really good, then I'll write them down. Yeah. But even then, like, sometimes they won't make it. And the same thing with bits. Sometimes be like, this bit is good. And then it never hits the stage. <laughs> like, looking back, looking back at. Like, my old notebook, I was like, oh, yeah. I thought, I thought, I remember writing, like, looking back, I was like, I'm glad I never did it, but I distinctly remember the feeling of, like, this is good shit while yeah. I was writing it, like, this yeah. is, like, world-breaking stuff, yeah. and then looking at it now, I was like, ah, I mean, I wish I tried it. Or, like, not but, even world-breaking, but just, like, you're just, like, it's making you laugh so much in the yeah. moment, and yeah, then you look like, at it later, this is, this and you're is gonna like, kill on stage. And this is garbage. Yeah, back on it, it's like, Jesus, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was about to tell my, I was about to talk to people about this, like, this is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, why? Uh, why did I yeah. even write that down? Yeah, but, but. Oh, man, I remember so many... Like, I have my... Um, I, st- I still I have a Moleskine yeah. thing. It's got, like, when I first started comedy. Yeah. And um, and I was like, yeah, I'll just write it all down in here. Mm-hmm. And then... It's terrible. I still remember the first joke that I think I wrote in there that I never used, but I thought was really good. It was something like bubble wrap is just air pimples or something like that and in my head in my head when I wrote that I was like this is yeah yeah I can this is gonna take me places you know that, I can see that on a sitcom just like uh, bubbles or air if some, someone's like it popping them like someone's a, just sitting there popping them it and had to be like the a, air is like hitting them in the face yeah and then someone's just like why do you do that and then he's like they're just like air pimples. Yeah, it has to be like a really zoned out or druggy character. Yeah. Like couldn't, it couldn't be like this professor. Yeah. <laughs> something you think of probably when you're on weed or something. Yeah, probably. On the weed smoke. On the weed smoke, probably. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's what a lot of, a lot of my ideas, especially the ones that hit the stage, come from when I'm like originally, <laughs> like, it's a, I like, I wish it didn't, uh, and actually no, a lot. I would say 50-50, but I think a Half lot baked. of, yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I, and I wish it, I wish I was like I wish it wasn't that way. Like I wish it was, you know. I mean, like uh, I heard that because I've never participated, but I don't mind the smell. Yeah. <laughs> you always do that qualifier. I'm cool, guys. I'm cool. I am. I, I promise am. you, I'm cool. Uh, yeah. No, but the uh, I've heard that like it just makes it so anything that you think of that you think could be possibly be funny. Mm-hmm. There's no like. Uh, uh, 
governor. There's no like governor in your brain being no. like, don't don't say that. No. Don't say that. No. And then, and, and, but it also like helps you like look at things in different ways. Sometimes like oh like oh I never thought of this tag before. Might as well try it out. Yeah. You know. But a lot of the times is like I'll write it on an idea and like I'll write it out when I'm stoned. And I look back and I was like, well, I, what I wrote was shitty. But there's a concept there that I yeah, can expand okay. on when I'm sober. There's a premise there yeah, that I like, wouldn't have thought of before. Yeah, that or like I wouldn't have experienced or I would have never like, you know, put my life in that context, you know? I think the part, the what I like about weed is that, you know, a lot of the time, and I, you probably feel this way, that your brain is just constantly running. Like you're just oh, constantly like, yeah. I mean, it's part of, are you a very anxious person? I have an ability to shut off my brain. Like, yeah. If I'm watching TV shows or something, mm. like... Or just watching a movie, just able to just completely. Yeah. I I uh, I've I've made it an art taking naps. Yeah. Like, I can I can uh, right now with you sitting there, the lights on and stuff. Mm-hmm. I could probably fall asleep in like three minutes. Oh damn, that's impressive. Yeah. I in, can't. In my chair, right there, like in the hallway, yeah. just. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can never. I've never gotten good at the ability of just shutting it off. Like I'm always like, what am I saying next? Like, it, it doesn't help that I'm a very anxious person yeah. in general, so it's always fucking going. And then for what what weed is for me is that Slow it's just like down, it's or? just like you can just take a step back for your brain. <laughs> like I mean, as, that sounds like a little bit pretentious, but it's like such a like nice quality to have where it's just like oh, I just get a break from myself. Like I get okay. a break from that neurotic, overthinking, over anxious, <laughs> over analytical. Yeah. person that like constantly rules my life and just like sit back and relax <laughs> you know it's like it's like that nice it's like a nice escape almost yeah but the and then and then you run to this problem and which i have to which i'm becoming very conscious of now and mm-hmm. i smoke a lot less now is because like sometimes like it's such a good escape from your problems that you won't deal with them Ooh. That's so you just kind of forget about your problems like leave them or you just kind of you just kind of forget about your problems or what was happening to me a lot of times is like, you know, there's these issues that I would have to deal with or whatever, and like, I'll just like, I'll put it to the back of my mind and I'll smoke, and then when I'm sober, I'm like, okay, these are like things that you have to worry about. I'm like, oh, I guess I just gotta smoke some more to keep that. Not <laughs> <laughs> so like now, now it's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta work, I gotta work back. yeah, I gotta Dial work back. on like, you know, like not running away from my problems. It's so it's still like I gotta come back to the point where it's like it's just a nice break from my brain. It's not like yeah. a relief from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like there's like a <laughs> there's like a fine line that you have to work with, and which is why I think stoners have a lot of the time can have that negative connotation, connotation because yeah. it's like you're it's like you're, you're just doing nothing all the time. Yeah. Well, I make sure if I do smoke that I do it after I get work done. Like I'll never like mm. or like on like a weekend. Like okay. if I'm not doing anything, yeah. then fuck it. But it's more, it's more like, for me, it's more like, um, you know, I got my work done. It's like a nice treat for my brain for making it through <laughs> this day without being totally hot. So you have something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, it's like it. <laughs> but, but it also is like, okay, but I'm not putting this aside for it. Okay. You know, so yeah. it's like you got to, you got to work. You're being responsible with yeah. it. Yeah. But then a lot of the time, but then some of the time it's like, well, I don't really care about this, so I won't fucking do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It re- it's really put into focus in, like, what I kind of want. Because if, like, there's something that I want, I will not smoke until I get it done. That's good. That's smart. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's also, like, this is something I should be doing, but I don't care. <laughs> like, you know, so it's also, yeah, like, a weird yeah. double-edged sword. I mean, yeah. any, any sort of drug, there's no, there's no perfect <laughs> Balance. way to take it. Like, you're, there's always some sort of give and take with it. Yeah. It's never going to be, like, this is, my life is 100% better because <laughs> that's not going to happen. Um... 
Uh, do you listen to Kevin Smith's podcast? Smodcast? No, the only one I really listen to is Pete Holmes and then This American Life. Those uh, are the only two I really... Freaking, we made it weird. It's so damn good. It's a, I identify with it so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. such a, it's such a, it's such an interesting podcast. Any sort of podcast, and I like Marin too, any sort of podcast where just two people are talking openly, yeah. especially about things that make him uncomfortable. Yeah. That's like, that's big because that's like a certain sort of bravery. You're like, this is a guy yeah. that's take going out of his comfort zone. Put it all out there. Yeah. And it's like, and, and I really like it when Pete's like, this is uncomfortable for me, but <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's like a big deal to be like, Oh wait, I can talk about things that are uncomfortable with me and like yeah. a judgment free zone. Or yeah. if people are judging, just be like, no, this is me. <laughs> like this is this is like if you come to see me on stage, this is what you're this gonna. This is who you are. Yeah, like I, I can't. Especially if you're a comedian, you can't shy away from who you are because that that seems to be what drives really good comedy. Yeah. Just like the being in touch with like, that. It's you. Yeah. It's you on stage. Yeah. Then if they reject that comedy, they're rejecting you. Kind yeah, of yeah, and I think a lot of the times when they reject you, it's possibly because. I mean, if if you're funny and you get rejected on stage, yeah, maybe yeah. it's because you're not being open enough with them. They can see that, un, yeah, that like that, that realness it. isn't there, that vulnerability isn't there. Yeah. So you have to be, you really have to be talk about things that you're like. If I really told this in front of people, I'd be like, "Fucking holy shit!" Like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's got to be that sort of edge to it. Like, look, like, look, this is me putting myself out there yeah. for you guys. Yeah. So this is like you gotta like. It's like a give and take. You got to show them that you're mm-hmm. ready to be vulnerable. Or I don't know what I'm talking about. There's always, <laughs> yes, always no, that. No, I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Like with uh, with the whole um, where my roommates were like, dude, that you should do that every time because that's you. Like that's your voice. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, because it was kind of a realization where, like, because joke jokes are fun. Like, yeah. They're fun, but it's not like this is me and like yeah. this is me uh, revealing myself to you guys. Like, mm. like knock knock, who's there? Me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's nice, and I think you should. There definitely should be those jokes that are like that, where it's just yeah, like, mm, yeah. This is a fucking joke about animals yeah. and then animal just, boobies. Yeah. Why do they have six of them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like you're like, why do they? And like, yeah, this has nothing to do with them. But I mean, it's like a certain reprieve from like the, you know, because you're. It's it's tough. No one's that interesting, I feel, whether you can just talk about yourself so constantly. People yeah. are like, for an hour, you talked about how you're scared of things? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, Give us something else, too. Yeah. Yeah. Give us something else about you that's not scared of things. No, yeah, just do something silly. Burp, or, I don't know, burp the alphabet. If that's what we're into, that's what we're into. Yeah. Sometimes you need those, like, just pure silly moments. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, humor, because it's, it's, there's a want, and I definitely, for me, for sure, where I, like, I want to be smart, I want to be talking about things. But, like, something, but humor doesn't always have to be smart. Humor can just no. be, like, that guttural, like, I need to laugh at this because it's a fart. Yeah. Like, what, like, yeah. how am I, what, are you not going to laugh at a fart? Like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Like how Louis says, where he's, like, where he's, like, farts are funny universally. He's, yeah. like, he's, like, uh, I'm going to ruin the bit, but he just says how you'd, you'd have to be, uh, you'd have to be stupid to not think they're funny. Yeah. And if you're smart, you're gonna think that I forget. Anyway, farts are funny. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's the, bo- the bottom <laughs> yeah. line. If you yeah. take away anything from this podcast, <laughs> that farts are pretty funny. Farts are funny. Everyone. Yeah. Um. So. Oh yeah. So the thing I was gonna get at with the Kevin Smith podcast is mm. he he didn't sm- start smoking weed till he was thirty nine. Yeah, Benson didn't start smoking weed till he was like twenty eight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he was like, uh, but every time I smoke weed, I I make sure that I'm gonna do something. Mm. While I'm smoking. Yeah. So he, like, gets his, like, creative juices flowing, yeah. I guess, and, like, nothing nothing is a dumb idea and writes all, writes it all down. Yeah, I'm always thinking of bits when I'm smoking, because I don't want to waste it. Yeah. 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 And, then, and, then, and then if it's like, okay, 
I, th I thought of a little tag to this joke, or I thought of this bit that I might want to try out later, then I'll play video games. Like, like there's like a, but there's like, there's like, there has to be work involved for it, too. Like, it can't just be like, I'm going to blow everything off. It just, it's not yeah, going to work out that then way. Then it really is a waste of time. Yeah, because it's easy, because it's so simple. It's not like it's tough, you know, and it's not like it's inherently, I mean, regardless of what you think about it, it's not like it's inherently bad. You know what I mean? For me, it's just like, oh, well, I don't drink, I don't do any other drugs, I don't smoke cigarettes, like, this is my thing. Yeah. Like, I feel like everyone, I read, someone told me that everyone gets one thing, right? Like, <laughs> let, just, let, just, I'm just okay with this being my thing, <laughs> right? And I really have no, like, I've been to parties where I'm like, I'm not going to drink, like, what is, like, I have yeah. no reason, you know, I've been around that's other people, That's the way people shut like, off oh, their brain, for yeah. sure. Where it's just like, they're drinking, they're drinking, they're like, oh, I don't remember doing that. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. You don't remember, like... <laughs> I mean, if but it's but if, it, if if that's what you do, that's yeah, what you do. You yeah. know, there's like no judgment on there on my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, that's that's kind of my thing. Like mm -hmm. that's the that's that's gonna be let that be my vice. It's better than it's better than a lot of other vices. It's better than gambling. I think. And it's gonna be legal <laughs> before we know it. Eventually. Everywhere. Yeah. But then I'm gonna stop doing it. <laughs> it'll be too. <laughs> it won't be cool anymore. Yes. Yeah, so that's the only thing that makes me cool. Do you understand? Like I've never been cool my entire life. This is it. This is, as soon as it becomes legal, I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm just jumping on a bandwagon. Like, then any Joe yeah. can go in and get yeah, some Yeah, then I gotta start doing math. It's gonna be shitty. <laughs> you know, a lot of teeth teeth work done. Yeah, my mom's just... a dentist. She'll she'll, <laughs> she'll, help, she'll help me through my math habit. <laughs> Is she really a dentist? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Actually, I have this, like, my pet. I, I worry a lot of the time about, like, freaking disappointing my parents. Because my mom's a dentist and my dad works at NASA. Oh, what? Yeah, and I want to write my thoughts. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, it's such, a, it's such a high pedigree to come from. <laughs> Wait, where is NASA? Isn't it like... It's in, uh, he works in the one in Mountain View, in Moffett Field. I don't know what either of those places are. Oh, there's, uh, there's like, big, there's, like, big NASA, like, I guess bases, or big NASA... Up north? Is it up north as well? Yeah, it's in the Bay Area. It's near Cupertino. Okay. It's in the San Jose area? I don't know. You, no. No, I don't. I, I was born in the Bay Area, actually. Mm. Um, we lived in Hayward, mm. which is like, I don't know. I was only there until I was two. And then we moved to Reno, and then we moved to Tulsa, and then we moved to Santa Maria, mm. and then we moved to Northern Kentucky. And then uh, I went to high school out there. That's where I met these guys. Yeah. And, um, and then I went on the Mormon mission, and then I came back, and then I uh, saved up 1400 bucks and moved out here. Knowing one person, yeah, in, yeah. in San Diego County, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a risk. Yeah, it that's was totally worth taking though, because yeah. like, I needed to get out of there. Like, yeah, there, there was nothing for me in Kentucky. It was just yeah, like, yeah. It's like <laughs> you could do comedy in Cincinnati, but there's I mean, no comedy scene in Kentucky. No, no. no. Well, I mean, there's I think there's one club now mm. at the there's this place called Newport on the Levee, and it's like on the levee of the river next yeah. to Cincinnati and. But still, it's like small time. Like it's so You're small not there. Go anywhere from there. Yeah. yeah, and like my original goal was L.A., um, but I didn't know anyone in L.A. Then. Yeah, and uh, now I'm yeah. moving up there. Like I've got some friends up there, and so you have ways to get on stage. And, yeah. yeah, that's big. Probably. That's hopefully. <laughs> yeah. That's the hope, right? Stage time is so, especially at our t at our level, stage time is just so precious. Yeah, and it really is. I've got especially the, after just doing constant like. Open mic after open mic. I'll take any show right now. I don't give a shit who is in front of me. Yeah. It's in front of a bunch of old, retired 
priest. I'll, <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do that show. And because There's no one there, I'll do that show. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> because it's me, you, and Matt tonight, like, mm. um, we'll probably get, like, 15, 20 minutes each. Sweet. It's good to stretch your legs, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's good, too, because I want to go watch a show at the Madhouse after this, because that's okay. also very important, too, is just watching comedy. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a part of it, too. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, I can I watching right i call it like homework it is homework you got to do your homework seeing the structure like studying it out or like looking how at someone how someone deals with an audience member or how how just getting a feel for a show sometimes like that's also very important you know and Mm -hmm. you want to you want to see where you want to be in a few years you want to see how they're dealing with it yeah yeah um when i did madhouse i did um 10 minute set it was it a mike milcher show mike mitchell yeah 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 and um it was so much fun, like, mm. but it was Mardi Gras, and, like, so because it was Mardi Gras, I thought, like, there was going to be a lot of people in there, like, for comedy and mm. whatever, and there was, like, nobody. Yeah. But I had ten people show up just to see me, Yeah. and then there was, like, four other people there mm-hmm. that weren't comics, and then it was, like, the rest were comics, and it was, like, cool, because it was, like, these people who I had told yeah. jokes to before, and, like, but it was, like, a bunch of new stuff, and, yeah. Um, yeah, that night was awesome, and I was, like, yep, this is still what I want to do yeah. like this is awesome yeah um yeah Madhouse is pretty cool sometimes Madhouse Madhouse is my favorite I've never done ACC it. is it fun it's the it's... best audience for an open mic for sure really? for, oh, sure. for sure for sure for sure um but you know it's a lottery to get up there uh, yeah but so, then you, you know, find out right at the beginning after they pull the names if you if you're gonna go on or not right no it's what? a rolling lottery you have to stay for the whole thing uh, I was told that you find out at the beginning no that's how Damn. that's how they keep the comic because a lot of the time you go to an open my comics aren't interested right but this here comics will listen to you because they're waiting for their name to be called like it adds yeah. more audience to the show adds anticipation yeah and it adds uh-huh. it, it adds <laughs> a sort of edge to it which yeah you know it is what it is yeah that. but you know it's like a it's just a lottery you just gotta sit there and wait yeah. so and if you're down there anyway like especially for me like going down there is a trip yeah so if I'm down there anyway, then it's like, oh, I might as well enjoy yeah. some comedy while I wait I would, I would, to maybe go on. Oh, it's tough, because if I lived up here, I don't know how often I'd go to ACC. You know? like It's, it's really tough. That 45-minute drive <sighs> for maybe three minutes of stage time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, that's and, that's tough. Ugh, and it's it's even tougher, like, I have a bunch of bills. Like, I just yeah. paid off my car last month. Yeah. Wait, this month? Do you have a job? Yeah. Yeah, what do you do? I work full-time at this um, bio biotech place we okay. do like um d- clinical diagnostic stuff mm-hmm. and so there's like doctor people with doctorate degrees and other masters and whatever how about you what, what i have no degree at all okay i make labels okay for all the stuff okay <laughs> i was like are um, you were you a bioengineer that's crazy i'm just no. learning so much about you right now <laughs> no it's funny because on on my linkedin for the job description uh, or job title, I put label master. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't take LinkedIn seriously because it's LinkedIn, yeah. Right? yeah. And um, people who take LinkedIn seriously are very are people I don't like. I've, yeah. I've found I the don't very like networky, them. like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah these, these people, these people, people who are gross about being networky. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was this guy who came in one day to work, and um, the lady who. Um, talks to people who pick up the phone when they get to the lobby mm-hmm. she called my desk and she was like hey you have a visitor up front and i was like okay all right it was some dude who went on linkedin like was i think he was maybe looking at places who make labels and whatever and and so he saw my my name on there but he wasn't allowed to like look into my profile mm-hmm. or maybe like uh um contact me through it yeah 
and I don't I don't remember setting that up like whatever because yeah. it's just LinkedIn and yeah. um, he was like hey so I saw you are in charge of labels here like it says label master on your <laughs> on your LinkedIn I was mm-hmm. like you took that seriously <laughs> well I mean yeah uh, yeah I mean yeah but <laughs> I was just like. Yeah, I am the label master. Right? So did you get a job offer doing labels at another company? No, like no. A competitive was... contract for the label master? <laughs> it was, uh, he was asking if we, he was like, if you guys ever like need any kind of labeling services, like we have, and they have like these. Oh, so like, he's trying to get rid of your job, basically. No, no, no. He uh. was trying to get us to buy from them. Oh, okay. And um, they have like, it's funny because we have like these pretty heavy duty label machines that put out a tons and tons and tons of labels each day mm. and the ones that he was sh- he was showing me i was like oh that's cute like oh that's that's fun that's adorable but i was um he was like yeah about my label machine oh yeah so yeah. i was like you could have just contacted so me on linkedin right? <laughs> my label machines what yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was like you could have contacted me on linkedin he was like no i actually couldn't i i tried but so i just came in <laughs> i was like all right oh wow so that's linkedin yeah i've never had yeah, I don't. I'm social. It's I'm not, not very. I, I gotta get better at social media. I'm not. Twitter. I have a Twitter. Yeah. But you know, I, I I have a bunch of followers because I did the whole follow me, follow back thing, where I just follow oh. the people that follow me, and then I was like, oh, this is like, this is like, these are just like inflated numbers. You cheater. Yeah. So I just like I I unfollowed everybody except the people I wanted to follow, <laughs> and then now. So now you have a ton of followers. Yeah, that... and, but it's going down. Like I don't mind that it's going down. I know. Do I they know. do they probably look through and see who's still following them and if they're not they unfollow? Probably. <laughs> probably. These, these, these are the people that I was networking with. Is the, is the one not, those are the LinkedIn people. Yeah, those are the LinkedIn people. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, a couple of that like I got a couple like, you know, I got from that I got a couple followers who like probably follow me Real because followers. they would have. Yeah, yeah. And so Have you, you know. done the at midnight game? You do that crazily. You just like Dude. constantly. Does I've, it work? Do you yeah, get yeah. followers from it? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, and one one of the times at midnight retweeted one of mine. Oh, really? Yeah, it was the geeky porn one. Yeah, which one was it? And I said the walking head. Oh, okay. okay. That's <laughs> and, then, and then my phone started blowing up and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> uh, oh, it's because I admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't I I it's, do a couple of them, but you It's know. fun, dude. Like every time it happens, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. The This last week was kind of um, lackluster because they were on a break this week, I yeah. guess. And so mm. the um, tax day excuses or something was one of them. And I was like, ah, that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> And then I saw a couple that were retweeted. I was like, I thought that doing my 1040s meant um, drinking all my malt liquor. And I was like, ah, that's pretty good. Good job. I've never done taxes in my life, so I have no <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Do your parents do it for Yeah, you? I'm a dependent still. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's up until, up until college. Like, my mom said in college, like, she didn't want me to get a job. She just said, you just do college. Whoa. Yeah. Right. They're very, I mean, they have got. Have you had a job, job? No. Really? No. You've never worked in the private sector. I'm not a sector. person. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Like, like, I'm not a person. <laughs> this is me trying to become a person. Yeah. So how do you, like, uh, buy gas and stuff? Is it, like, that's all on your parents, too? Yeah, I don't spend that much money, though. Oof. I don't spend... My mom... My mom always tells me like you can spend more money it's like no it's not my money uh, like i feel that's I, good that you don't yeah, feel entitled yeah, to it or like, i don't feel enti- i feel shitty about using it okay um but you know I, you gotta live and, like you don't have any money so yeah i don't make my own money so you know i always feel always every time i felt my gas i'm like god damn it. <laughs> i'm just living off them like these leech to my parents 
But, you know, yeah. like, eventually I want to start making my own money. It's going to be tough, you yeah. know, especially because I have no idea how to fucking do it. But I'll, yeah, I'll, no job I'll, experience I'll figure it out. 21. When did you turn 21? September. Okay. But, you know, I, I put, I'm going to put stand-up comedy as a part of, like, I mean, that's going to get me something. I yeah. have speaking skills. <laughs> interpersonal, interpersonal skills, even though it's, like, a one-off, like, you know, it's not really a conversation. <laughs> People will believe it's a conversation. When, when they say, so you have zero job just, uh, experience, then you'll be like, I'm not a person. Just yeah, say that. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I'm, this is not real, what you're looking at. What you're looking at is someone... What you see is flesh on top of a robot skin. cookie cutter on top of some cookie dough, and then bake that for a little while, and then now I'm here. This is me. That's awesome. Um, when we were talking about the, the weed thing and the creativity, mm-hmm. um, it came to mind that, um, like, I had a dream, like... This morning. That all men were created equal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a dream, and um, it was like full-on movie. Like, it felt mm. like a movie, but it was only, it only got into like the first 25 minutes of the movie, you yeah. know, where it intrigues you, and then you're like, oh, what else happens? Yeah. And I so I wrote it all down mm. on a Google Doc, because I was like, oh, that would be so funny. Like, it's so weird. Like, I went into this town, and like, there was... I was just with this friend, like maybe like a um, uh, Jason Sudeikis type, mm-hmm. and then he's got like a pet llama and a pet dog with him. And we're just hanging out in this town, and it's like this small, weird, like Amish-looking town. Yeah. And then his llama and his dog like go running off, and so we have to go find them. And then they go um, <laughs> through this like there's like this uh, hedged in- hedge enclosed area, yeah. but then where the gate would be. It's like a, like two feet of clearance, mm. and so we know that they definitely ran in there probably. Yeah. And then we see them getting chased out, and then we go. Oh, and then my friend's like lagging behind. I don't know. And so then I go in, and then uh, it's this like um, it's this hip looking black dude, mm. and there's a building like in the enclosed hedge area. Yeah. And there's like a it's like a skate rink type place, and. Um, and then, so I go in, I'm like, what is this place? This is so weird. And then I saw this guy who was working there and like, he, it was Stephen Colbert playing this part of another. Yeah, a lot of celebrities in here. <laughs> my dreams are, my, my dreams are all of that hip looking black dude. How do I know you? Like, what is, what is going on here? You're like, did he look like this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's just in every person's dream. He's just the one guy who's cast as the hip black dude in every dream. <laughs> That's his job. Yeah. Oh, it's really good job security. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I read it all down. I was like, this is so weird. Like, so weird and funny. And what like- do you think that dream says about you? Because I kept a dream journal for a while. I think dreams, if you, I think if you analyze dreams, they can tell you a lot about how you're feeling. Personally, like, there's no, like, overall dream, like, dream structure in general, where, like, if you see this, this means this, but I mean, like, your dreams kind of, sh- I, be- I truly believe your dreams kind of show, oh, like, yeah. a part of your well, subconscious. I, mean, I think they can, mm-hmm. and I think, um, like, I've never, I've never tried weed, you know? Yeah. Um, but I've always been curious. Yeah. And, uh, so, like, in, also in the dream, I forgot to mention, like, I was carrying a bag of weed, but it was, like, a really small bag, mm-hmm. and then when I went into this, like, skate rink place, like, this... Yeah. This hip black dude had like a big, big bag of weed. Yeah. And oh, so the reason why the llama and the dog went running off is because they were sniff. They were like sniffing the whole way, and so yeah. like they like the weed trail like led them there. Okay. <laughs> so it's all about trying new experience, having new experiences. I guess I don't know. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> 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 oh, and uh, while I was writing it, 
I was like, maybe he'd like take a break from the late show after he gets the late show and like be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I kept a dream journal for like a week and the results were really interesting. Yeah. Because it was just like looking at it, I had I remember having this one dream where I was driving in this car. Where, yeah, I was in this car and um this guy from high school who I didn't really like was driving it and I remember like we were driving on a mountain and we'd fall off a cliff every once in a while. What? Yeah, but we would like land. Like it turned like it oh, turns sweet. out like there was like a landing below <laughs> that you just couldn't see because it's just how it was built. And so like I was like well, what does that mean? <laughs> and so what I put to it, because I'm the type of person that puts a narrative to everything, okay. right? Where everything has to, there has to be a story. Mm -hmm. And so the story I put to it is like, there's that feeling in life that I don't feel like I'm in, in control of my own destiny, mm. right? Especially in comedy where it's just all about who sees you and who puts you up where, right? Yeah, yeah. But, so there's that feeling that you're sort of close to this edge and then you fall. But when you do fall, it's not as bad as you think. Okay. You know what I mean? So like, that's, like those, those falls, like they look bad until you do. Because okay. you have to fall consistently. Yeah. Comedy yeah. is all about getting up from that fall. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, it's sort of stuff like that where you're like, okay, these sort of mean something. And I really wish that I kept a dream journal more often. A lot of times I don't dream. Well, yeah, I really have a remember. bad memory. Of, I really, yeah. for some, like I generally don't have a bad memory. Like I'll pretend to forget things just so I feel less creepy. <laughs> <laughs> What's one of those? Tell. Uh, Tell or I'll be like, <laughs> I was on another podcast and I was like, I don't remember who said this because like I heard it off brand conversation, mm -hmm. but I knew exactly who said it. I was, but I'm not gonna be like, I was eavesdropping. I'm not gonna be like, this is who said it. I'm like, I don't know where I heard this from. But, but so it'll be it'll be stuff like that. Wait, you were on in the dream? You were on a podcast. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Like, when I'm in a podcast, like, part of the, the whole yeah. forgetting so I don't feel creepy. It's like, oh, when I'm talking about something that I heard that was really important to me, I'll just be like, I'll pretend that someone I knew told me, but I just don't remember. Or, or, yeah, you, or, like, or you said it. Or like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's not like, I don't, I don't remember this random encounter I had in eighth grade. Like, that's not a thing that I remember. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, yes. But I have a very bad dream for memories. I just can't. Memories for, memories for dreams. dreams, yeah. Or dream for memories. Dream for memories, yeah. I just can't. Sometimes I forget how word structure works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Like, sometimes, yeah, sometimes dreams are like, oh, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I had another dream, uh, like, uh, last week or the week before. And um, so at my job, uh, I'm, I'm afforded the two 10-minute, like, government-sanctioned breaks. It's yeah. like, you get these breaks no matter what if you're working eight hours in a day. Yeah. And um, so that affords me the luxury to go into my car... Mm -hmm. Go to the back seat, like, curl up and sleep for the 10 minutes. Damn. Yeah, because it takes me, like, two minutes, you know, to fall yeah. asleep. And so yeah. then I have this, like, eight-minute long dream, which sometimes feels like 45 Forever. minutes. Yeah. Um, and one of, one of them, um, I was hanging out with Louie. Mm. And <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes and, sense. And we, yeah. were, we were about to, like, light up. We were about to smoke some weed. <laughs> you should try weed. That's what I'm getting from your dreams. Like, this is crazy at this point. I'm like, okay, okay, so I had another dream yeah, where there's this like giant, a... <laughs> giant weed, uh, weed plant just right in front of me yeah. going, hey, Doug, you should try me. I'm like, I, what does this mean? I, I was thinking that like, you had that dream from, like, that, that, that sequence in uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle with Harold, uh, with Kumar and that big bag of weed, and I'm getting married. Oh, yeah. just, just you. 
<laughs> like it was the same scene. It but was, it was exactly, me. Yeah, but what it was, does this mean? I was Indian, but it was clearly me. <laughs> <laughs> you were you, but you weren't you. I like that Daniel Tosh joke about dreams, where he's like, and then I'm running through a through a, a swimming pool, and it's like I can't get through all the marshmallows. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, a lot of big thing with my dreams is that what really helped me with that dream journal. Is that like a lot of the stuff like when you know how when you have those dreams where you have to get somewhere or do something important but you just it just never happens. Mm-hmm. And for me, a lot of the time is I can't get to that thing because I just never can get my day going. Like I'm, I just can't put my pant my legs in the pant legs. <laughs> like they always, I always get it stuck in water. Yeah, or like yeah. I just can't find my toothbrush, and it's so important for me to find my toothbrush. <laughs> so it, it it got me like really aware of the fact that hey, I have trouble starting things. Like that's like a big deal. It's like yeah. I have, I'll, and I'll give up easily. So it's just I just gotta keep on hammering at something I like I'd want. For it to get it, because it's so easy, just be like, "Fuck it, my pants are not coming on today. I'm, <laughs> I'm staying home. This is a bed day. Staying home, smoking weed, not putting on pants. So, so just a bed day." <laughs> uh, it's so funny the dreams you have where you're just like, "That clearly didn't mean anything, but that was entertaining." Yeah, yeah. I think I think that they show you that each dream has to show you something about what you're thinking. Each dream. I think so. I think so. <sighs> that might be the hopeless romantic in me. It also could be like when you. If you tell someone something means something convincingly enough, mm-hmm. they'll believe you and they'll like go forward and like thinking that that was like uh, I think sometimes with dream interpretation like that could be the case where yeah. where it's just like what the, like the dream interpreter is probably like what the fuck does that mean <laughs> and then they're just like I put meaning to this for this person um the 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 and then the person's like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> I wrote yeah. a song about it <laughs> so gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I started dreaming up the lyrics to the song and, mm-hmm. the, and how it went, and so then I was, like, writing the song, and then I was, like, dream interpreters, like, what is that dream supposed to mean? That yeah. I was supposed to write this song about what dreams are supposed to mean? Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Full circle. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's a, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, dreams, dreams are just, uh, they're just so interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're just so, they have to. Uh, Especially that's why when think, they're your own. Yeah, well, yeah, other people's dreams always suck. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not in it. Yeah, yeah, well, like, yeah. Dreams are like 100% a you had to be there story. Like no one's gonna feel the same thing you felt when you were running away from that meteor made of Cheetos. Like there's no, like, I want to eat it, but it's gonna kill me. Like there's no, like, like there's no, like there's, no one else can feel that feeling except you. Yep, yep. So it's like it's it's always like weird to talk about dreams sometimes. Yeah, I like to put myself in the in the shoes of other people when they're talking about the dreams because I'm like, yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah. Yeah. I relate to that. You're like, yeah, no. Someone. Like, this is like weird. Like, what are you? This is like a fear of mine. No, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're a fugitive? Yeah. Yeah, y'all didn't tell you? Oh, oh yeah, it's a huge part of my life. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, no girlfriend. Yeah. Not for lack of trying. Um, or not for lack of. I'm not saying you tried hard and struck out. I'm not yeah. saying you didn't try at all. And yeah. It's, it's just kind of like in the middle. Like... It's okay. It's somewhere in the middle. And I was thinking about like how I would describe it because I, I don't really talk about women or sex or anything in my stage act because yeah. a, a lot of it's... You're going to have a dream fear. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. A lot, of it, a lot of it's fear just of being vulnerable because like with, with like a relationship, you have to be vulnerable and I've had yeah, a yeah. very high emotional wall that's really hard to break. Okay. But like the story I, I remember You're is... being vulnerable here right now. Well, yeah. This is me trying. This is me learning how to be a person. Doug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I remember, this is a story, I, this is a story that sticks with me, part of the good memory is, 
the, the, the moment I knew I was straight was in a fucking, like, five years old kindergarten. Yeah. Right? When I was three. Yeah. I saw this, <laughs> I saw, what? No, no, no. Yeah. Well, the moment I knew. Yeah. My girlfriend was Christina Domino. She was two. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got those younger ones. She was hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm pretty... <laughs> The idea of like three year old, two year old making out. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh, well, I wasn't going that far. <laughs> you imagined it. You no, I really, really did. You had a dream I mean, about it last night. I was, ma- I was, I was married in preschool, but everyone's fucking married in preschool, right? Yeah. Your first wife was in preschool, but fucking racial. Fucking dumped me the next day. What? But, that yeah, bitch. yeah. No, okay. That but here's a little bitch. Yeah, but here's like, here's like, what, like the the first time I knew is that I walked into this kindergarten and I saw this girl. I still remember her fucking name. I don't even remember mm. her face. What was her name? Sarah. Sarah what? I don't remember her Palin. last name. Palin. Yeah, I saw Sarah Palin. <laughs> and I was like, I'm attracted to governors. <laughs> um, and I saw her and in my mind I was like, oh, she's so beautiful. And then I was like, I should tell her she's beautiful. I should tell her she's beautiful. Yeah. Tell her. And then I did it. Oh! I, and, then, and then from that moment on, it's fear has run my life. No! Really? All because of Sarah? All because of Sarah. Oh, yeah, all because of Sarah. And, like, the few times that I have tried to cast that line or, like, tried to be more vulnerable, it's just been, like, partly because of it's my fault where, I, like, I just still refuse to, like, let this emotional wall go. I'm, like, oh. you know, I don't want you to see me. That's why. That's part of why I believe I have this humor because it's like, what? I had to feel something quick, make a dick joke. Like, <laughs> that was close. Right? <laughs> no one's getting in this heart of mine. Yeah, this is... This is I'm going to be bitter and I'm going to like it. <laughs> but like, and, 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 and I have been unlucky. Like, I've tried. Okay. And it's just, it's just like, it just hasn't worked out. But like, were it's you sort of, totally anxious when you were trying? Like, nervous and like... Well, yeah, I mean, there's a certain n- nervousness to it and I'm still very nervous. But like, now, like, I'm nervous around women, but I'm also nervous around people, so that doesn't help, right? It's like, it's like, oh, fuck, women are people, too? It's like, oh, fuck me. Like, it's, like, even worse now. Like, I'm, like, I have this general nerve around, like, regular people. Like, even people, like, just, like, dudes, too. I was like, I just, I can't talk to you right now. Like, Do you talk about that on stage? No, I don't. You I totally should. should. I should. I'm talking right now, like, these are, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast, because there's bits in here that yeah, I dude. probably should try out. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot of, so it's, <laughs> my life has just been ru- run by that sort of fear, and then my mom was a ty- is a type of person that's just like, don't trust anyone. Oh, yeah. That so that probably person. seeped in there, too. Well, so I, that only helps reinforce the fear, right? It's like, <laughs> okay, but I'm right in thinking how I'm thinking. <laughs> so it's like a big reinforcement. Yeah. And like... And then that got me thinking, it's like, oh, God, if I ever have children, I'm going to fuck them up, too. Like, that's, that's what I realized. Like, there's no way not to fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, it's not like, I don't blame my mom for it at all. I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. that's just kind of, like, my experience plus what I've been taught is just sort of this, I live in this constant fear of everything. Yeah. But you, you're conscious of it. Yeah. Which is good. That yeah. means you can, like, but it doesn't get mean, a handle on it at some point. It doesn't point. make it any less scary. It's just like, now, now, now I know. It's like, oh, yeah, of course I'm going to fucking pussy out right now. Of course. That's the song. <laughs> What's the... What's the fear? Like, what's the consequence you're worried about? Like, because there's the fear of rejection. Yes. But Which I think I'm getting over because being rejected is ha- is common. It wears on you and then yeah. you get a thick skin and then you're just like, well, I mean, I guess I'll try someone else, I guess. Yeah. And, and like, okay, so being on the Mormon mission for two years, like, yeah. knocking on people's doors and stuff, like, there's a lot of rejection in that. A lot. Mm-hmm. And so you build up a thick skin where you're just like, all right, well, I think, maybe someone else. <laughs> I think a part of it is that I've had everything in life pretty much handed to me, mm-hmm. and so the thought of, of, it not, for... of it not happening is so scary. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 not it's not like this girl rejected me and I'm afraid of that it's I'm afraid this girl rejected me and I've never been rejected. Okay? <laughs> I've gotten everything. I'm so fucking like you have I'm so fucking lucky, Doug. You have no one and so it's I really am. I believe it. I and believe so it. and so the fact that, you know, things might not work out for me is like scary where it's like, well, it's never, but it always happens, right? Like, it's <laughs> it always like, works get, out for me. I get, I get what I want. I get everything that I want. You have a nervous breakdown at 22. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure I'm on the edge of one. I, I, sometimes I feel like I am. Sometimes like there was a couple weeks ago where like, I was like, I was on the way, I was on the bus to school and I was like, I can't do this today. And I just stayed on the bus and came back home. Like I didn't, I was like, this what? Is, like, this is, yeah. This is you like, stayed I, for the loop? Like how yeah, long was that loop? That's not a very big loop. Okay. okay. But, <laughs> but it was just like, I just can't do this right now. Like I'm just oh. too nervous about well, being around people. It's good. And so it's like, uh, I'm just gonna. So it's not me. a, um, that's, well, no, it is, it is a girl thing too. Is it like, like I'm also nervous about like women because they're borderline xenophobia. No, no. I mean, xenophobia, what's the, well, actually, what is xenophobia? That's fear of people, I think, and interacting with people. Agoraphobia is the fear of like open spaces, I think. Yeah. I just, I guess, I guess it's like, I'm not like totally afraid of interacting with people because I do what I do. Yeah, yeah. Right? But it's definitely a driving force in my private life where I'm just, I'm very, very kept in. I'm very like, you know, people don't know very much whatever about girl, me. Whatever girl's interested in you is going to have to crack that shell. Yeah. And I mean, if there's a girl that's interested in me, this is gonna have, she's going to have to fucking work hard. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, and which is, which is, which is why sometimes we're like, I'll be like... I'll be like, I mean, she's kind of cool, should I ask her out? But it's like, yeah, it's not fair to her. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Even if you feel the vibe? You felt the vibe. Very Asan. rarely. Asan, tell me you felt the vibe. <laughs> no, not really. I've no? never, I've, I feel like I've never really connected with a woman. Really? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I know, I know. I fucking <laughs> wish I had. It's not like I'm like, huh, I guess this is a thing. <laughs> Play the sitcom music and wacky song. No, it's just like ah, I'm lonely. <laughs> but you know, it's a, but that, that connection is not something you can force. I can't. You no, know, yeah. It's just uh, not even like a like a waitress, like a cute waitress at a restaurant. Like you make a joke or something, and then she like gives a little smile. Not, I'm not, not even like a little there's, thing like there's that. There's a there's a very I don't know that many people, and so mm -hmm. there's a very I'm not I I don't I don't think I come off as very funny to outside people. I was gonna be like, how many people do you know? You're yeah, like, five, that's six, <laughs> six maybe. That's something short. <laughs> well, I mean, to the, the people that I'm friends with, they know that I'm funny. But like a lot of people, I'm very and I'm very bad at being funny, like in a social, like you know, uh, unless it's all about me, like it is right now. Yeah. Like I'm not the best at being funny, <laughs> and so you know, I come off as very. I've been told I come off as intimidating because I never really smile when I'm by myself or like, you know, when I see, you, when I see, when I see a girl that I think is pretty, I'll be like, yeah, she's pretty, but I won't smile at her. I'll be like, yeah, you're pretty. I'm like, trying you know, to be cool. Try no, not trying to be cool. cool. It's like, oh, this is what I'm thinking. And I'm like, I'm not realizing what my face is doing and I think my face looks angry. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not that creepy. I'm not like that forward with it and just push her down the stairs. This is, this is second grade, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> There's but, yeah. marshmallows all the way down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all my all my interaction with women happens in Daniel Tosh's room. <laughs> oh, every single one. It's so frustrating. It's like I always I met you in real life, and why am I in? The, I never even met Daniel. Why am I in his dreams? I call him Daniel because we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> I call him Danny. Yeah, you know the big old Tosh and uh, Danny Tanner. Yeah, for but sure. yeah, so it's just like I don't know. I'm, like that's the that's the sort of thing that sticks out to me is, is that Sarah story is that I've just always been governed by Man. fear. 
Wow. Ever and since then. But that's, but like, and I mean, that's with women especially, but it's like creep into my whole life, bro. It's just like, I'm just this scared little boy. That's, <laughs> that's all I am. That's all I am. I'm just a scared little boy hoping to be understood. Dude, I love like, uh, I don't, I don't do it as often as I should, but mm. like just breaking the social convention of like, it's a sociology experiment to see how people react, you know, and just, um, you see a hot girl on the street mm -hmm. and then <laughs> just yelling out, you're very attractive. <laughs> I mean, that works though. Who doesn't like that? Who, like, if you think about that, like, in the middle of the day, guy or girl, if someone was like, yo, you're very attractive, you'd be like, fuck, that was like, That's that great. made my day. That made but, my yeah, day. Yeah, that made my day. And I'm not being like, eh, I want to fuck that pussy. Just no, like, yeah, you're not being awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so my problem is not like, being vulgar, instead, not of, being, instead of yeah. saying that, I'll be like, oh, but my shell. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This, what if you? This what thing, if you this thing that's holding this personality <laughs> that's that wants to break down together needs to stay intact. Otherwise, I'm just gonna be a blobbering mess. <laughs> what if? Uh, what if you dated a girl named Michelle, and then you're like Michelle? That's too meta. That's too meta. I can, I can, Do I, it. I, well, it's not gonna happen. It's you know, your destiny. You know, you know what's funny <laughs> is that when I talk about when I talk about like, see, now I'm never gonna marry. I'm never gonna meet a Michelle. It's I never gonna happen. Me, Damn me, it. me and a Michelle won't happen. But uh. <laughs> it's it's funny where we'll be like talking about like you know sometimes I feel lonely. Be like you know love comes when you're not looking for it. I was like well I wasn't looking for it until you fucking told me. Like way to ruin the next week for me, you fucking dick. Because like now that'll be like a Chipotle. I'd be like. Well, fuck, now I'm thinking about it. Like, I could, this could have been the moment. This could have been it. This could have been it. Yeah. Aziz has that great bit on his new album, his new, his new special oh, on Netflix, um, where he talks about, like, how he, his friend just went to a Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but then there's that guy who goes to Bed Bath & Beyond every day and he's not finding anything. Like, you know what I mean? With the Prius and yeah. the whole, like, he had to go... She had to go to a, the wrong Prius, then yeah. it was his, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, so, so it's, yeah, it's like, it's like, it just, it, that's it. And I think, in the end, it's just, there has to be someone who's going to be like, yeah, I'm interested enough to crack that shell. <laughs> and that's it, that's what it has to be. <laughs> you listening, ladies? Crack that shell. No one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> Zero people are listening. I said that on the last one, I was like, no one's going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just to make ourselves feel important. Yeah. To put ourselves immortal on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Just like, well, I'm very proud of this podcast. That's for sure. Already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely gonna try to promote the shit out. Of this <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's been awesome. Um, what else? I have the third. There's like three questions I usually ask. Mm. Well, let's see. You have out. a couple questions here. Oh, that's like for if I ever get my parents to do the podcast. Really? Yeah, I was thinking about that hard because I like. My parents are kind of an enigma. Yeah, I mean, think everyone's parents are, right? You, you don't, you know, your parents as your parents, but you don't know them as people. Right, right. Yeah. And so, um, there's a lot of things where I'm just like, what? Like, what? <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah. Best. So, uh, but these are some interesting. Best thing you've ever done. Yeah. Think of, but you know, but you at the same time you'd have to be like, you'd have to be like, but you can't say half children. Like you can't. Like I can't <laughs> yeah. be the answer to that yeah, question. Yeah. Like, I'm not, what is the best thing you've I'm ever done? I'm not the best thing you've yeah, ever done. Personally. <laughs> Personally, that has yeah, no yeah. Regrets is a good one. Regrets, yeah. But that also can't be half children. Like, yeah. anything. <laughs> no children. Best concert. Last crush. Ooh, any significant be others before. Before. Yeah. How does, yeah, I've always wondered how that. Well, my dad, my dad, I think, is like me in that he had nothing going on between mm, before okay. my mom. So it was just like. Arrange, like, yeah. arranged, and it was like, well, this is the person you're going to be with. Yeah. Where are you guys, or where's your Bangladesh. Okay. Yeah. India, and, right? 
it's like it's like a country next to India. Yeah, what, yeah. Whenever, whenever, <laughs> whenever people like ask me like I say Bangladesh, I'm like, where's that from? It's near India. So India, I was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> like, no, like it, it's not like I'm gonna explain to you and be like, oh yeah, that Bangladesh. Like, oh, that's yeah, the yeah. one. Yeah, not Bangalore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. Bangalore a city? In no, no, it's no, like it's a good guess, country. Though. No, it's not. It's just you've just been racist. That's what? Not, no, no, there's no Bangalore. There's no Bangalore. I've heard that before on like TV. I think there's, there might be another con- like a state or a city that's an answer them <laughs> like that. There's like Kuala Lumpur. I think that's a thing. Right? That's like the capital of Nepal. I think. <laughs> I'm sure I heard Bangalore. No, it's All not right. a thing. Well, okay. but yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. He's another geography lesson. Yeah, he's never really had anything going on. I think, woman-wise. I oh, asked okay. him about it. And, uh, he, and, and he was just like, no. No. It was just, he got married. He did his, he did his thing. <laughs> he, was very, he was very successful early on, I think. He grew up in a village, but, like, he came to America. So, like, I mean, and that's... That, boom. Yeah, I mean, that's the sort of... That, 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 I think, that's the sort of ambition is if you come from a third world country and try to make it in America. And he made it in yeah, America. and making it. Yeah, is you can't... That's one of those things where, like, women are not even going to be an issue for him. Like, he's, you have to be so set on coming to America that you can't let that get in the way. Oh, man, that's crazy. I'm pretty was, sure. Was the marriage um, before he moved over? Or was... Ooh. Yeah, was it there or was it here? They got married there, but I think he had moved here already. Oh, wow. He was like a teacher at Dave, UC Davis for a while. Okay. I think that's when it happened. I'm not quite sure. And then, um, I wish I, I, I wish I, I really should know more. Because I think it's an, it would be an interesting story to write about. Because he has some insane stories. Um, yeah, he like lived in Libya for a while. Like he, Yeah, he just, he, he got, I mean, he got here. He has a, I think I get that ambition from him. Okay. Because he has some, he had to have some crazy ambition. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, and like now he just, he's had a family. I think he, he's like my parents are like the definition of making it. <laughs> right? They came. I still remember the first house I lived in in California. Mm-hmm. I still remember it was the bedroom, and there was one bed, and we all slept on it. A small TV, a kitchen, and a bathroom. Whoa! That's so it. it was like it a was, studio. Yeah, it was fucking tiny. It would be like like this room would take up a good size of that house. Wow. Yeah. It was tiny, and then now we this live is a in a small room too. It's a small room, everyone. Yeah. Now we live in like. <laughs> Now we live in like this, they live in like this fucking two-story, like six-bedroom, five bathroom. So it's a, that's a mansion. It's, it's not even, it's, but it's like up in the hills. Yeah. It's like a really nice place. Yeah. It's like they, and they did that all in like 20 years. They fucking, they worked their ass off, so. They probably haven't paid off. Yeah, I mean, or they're paying it. It doesn't really, yeah, yeah. you know, so. <laughs> You're like, don't bring payments into this, Doug. Yeah, yeah, don't bring debt I, into this. Because I don't want to talk about money when I don't have a place to talk about <laughs> yeah, it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so like that, that that's just like an interesting that's, tidbit about my parents. Oh, that's <laughs> that cool. They're man. kind of the definition of making it when you think about so the American dream and all in, that sort of stuff. In your life, do you think that you kind of held that to a standard as you were growing up? To some degree, like you. As I, I think as I was growing up, you know, you don't you're just a kid, you don't realize how fucking, if, especially in that situation, you don't realize how lucky you are. And I think a lot of the kids in my situation, you'll find are very bratty, you know, the parents buy them BMWs, and you're just like, well, I mean, you don't, you don't understand, you're not getting it, Yeah. Right? you're not like, this is not something that's handed to you, this is something that you got lucky in, and that you should, you know, you should be grateful, appreciate that, you can't apologize for it, that's because yeah. I used to be like, oh, I'm sorry, like, you can't apologize for how, yeah. you know, the cards you were dealt, even if they were good, you can't, you can't do anything about yeah. that, 
Um, but you have, you can like react to it a certain. But way. you can you can be aware of it, mm. and um, I don't know. I use it to my. I I have this lucky advantage to try the world of art because I don't need to come to another country to have a better future for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and it's so also... it's it's like their story is something I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Yeah, and it like lets me explore. And, you know, it lets me explore this avenue that I might not have had the chance to otherwise. Yep. And their generosity, too. Yeah, I mean, they're like, very generous full, people. Yeah, as far it's, as, like... It's, it, it, it almost, I, like, I was like, you can cut me off. Like, I'm, I'm a total <laughs> dick sometimes. Like, you can totally... Like, I, would, I wouldn't, like... I'm glad that they don't. I'm fucking... I'm, like, so thankful for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without them. And that's sort of the bottom line. Yeah. Oh, man. That's really cool. But, um... Well, what's, what's a moment where... I, I remember, wait. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I had to look at the list of three questions. Yeah. Um, but this one's not on there. What, at what point did you know that you wanted to do comedy or like work in the world of comedy? Are, are the movies that you want to write comedy? No. No? No. Okay. Yeah. You want, do you want to like, um, do like a, do you know Josh Radner uh, from How I Met Your Mother? He got yeah. He Ted? Yeah. So he does a bunch of like indie movies and stuff, and like he writes them and he's in them, and like yeah. um, a lot of them are like really personal. Yeah. And so I don't, people, I don't know about indie. I want to make it big, man. I want to be a name. That's, that's, <laughs> I, mean, that's I mean, that's sort of the. I think growing up, I TV especially TV because for for me TV was like really American to me. I know that was part of my identity growing up because I watched a lot of TV. So I wanted to be a name. Joe so Apatow. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of kind of like I want I want Apatow or Rogan and Goldberg. I or, think it'd be I think it'd be great. If people knew my name but didn't know my face, oh, you know what I mean. Yep, you know what I mean. Yep, like yep. this is like, oh, this is like a sign of my joint. Like, I, let's check this out. Like, <laughs> Where people like, go, Eugene I mean, Merman. Yeah, they're like I've heard that name before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it's like, I mean, that's like that's the mountaintop. Where like if everything, if I did, uh, if I worked hard enough and everything went lucky, that's that's kind of where I'd want it to go. But you know, I'm not like like this is definitely gonna happen. But like that's what I'm shooting for, you know. <laughs> and wherever life takes me from there, I'll, I'll roll with the punches. But. Yeah, so I, I, that's kind of like, as far as comedy goes, I've always been that sort of funny guy, I guess, and I never really, like, people would tell me you're funny, I'd be like, no, no, I'm not, <laughs> right, I'd always, like, I'd always, like, put it off to the side, and then, and then, I, I watched a Greg Giraldo half-hour special on Comedy Central, mm -hmm. and he had this joke about Cypress, which I've tried to tell many times, and I can't, so I'm not going to, but it's Cypress just, Hill or Cypress No, Cypress, like, the country, how it's smart. No, it's, it's not about Cypress. The joke is about how American education is very bad. Okay. And, like, we're below Cypress. And yep. like, oh, I didn't know Cypress was a country. So, <laughs> yeah, so something like that. I was like, that oh. That proved it just now when I was like, Cypress Hill or Cypress, yeah. the yeah. California? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about Cypress. That's why it's such a fucking good joke. Where it's like, and I, and I always was, you know, and I, and looking back on it, for a second, third grader to get that joke, I felt like was pretty... Oh, nice. Yeah, intuitive of, like, that's what I wanted to do, is make jokes, because I understood that completely. Yeah. And so, you know, I never really thought of it, or, like, I thought of it on and off, but I always thought it was stupid, because, you know, my parents and my, my friends and, well, not my friends, my family, they're all, like, they all came here from third world countries, so they're all doctors and engineers, so yeah. that's what they want their kids to be, as doctors and engineers. And, um, <laughs> you know, which is, which is great to watch your kids to be, but, like, there's... There's a, you know, you can't, there's, it's hard to live in a world that's void of art. Yeah. You know, and so if I could hopefully. Like Equilibrium, have you seen yeah, that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's good. no emotion, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you need that, you need that, you need that sort of commentary on life. Or, mm -hmm. So, you know, so I think that's why kind of artists kind of like really popped out to me because 
one, nobody in my culture, because most Bengali people right now are like first generation Americans like me. Okay. So none of them, none of them want to be artists. Or there's very few of them. Yeah. And so it's well, just sort of ambition to be a doctor. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. It's sort of it's sort of a unique way to place my ambition because I never liked being like everyone else. Yeah. That was that was always for sure with me. So I was to be unique in my own sort of world. Um, and so I started writing jokes in my head around like 12, 13. Yeah. Where, oh God, there, there, was, I, there was a stupid joke about a therapist, I don't remember, but it had to do with something the fact that therapist was spelled the rapist because I saw that on the internet. I was like, what's <laughs> And so... Um, you saw the spelling on the internet or you saw that joke? That joke on the internet. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's a good joke. I'm going <laughs> to incorporate that into my famous act. Um, very telling though because I Dude, started... Dude, the development... Put that into a joke. Really? Oh, an therapist. That's different. Yeah. That's that's analytic fucking, therapist. Just fucking good joke. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Tobias. And um, yeah, um, very very yeah, just sort of like that's it's very telling that that's what I was thinking about at twelve eleven because I just started seeing a therapist recently, oh, okay. and so that was like very very like really forward thinking accidentally on my part. Really. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, there was this deep <clears throat> unhappiness my second year of college. Where I was like, I had this, I felt like I had this void in me. Because I was doing school and I, you know, school was always something that I did mindlessly. I never really put myself into school. It was yeah, something yeah. I could, I knew I could do well in without really critically thinking. And, um, so there was this deep unhappiness and I tried to fill it with like, oh, I need a girlfriend or something. And I, uh, that went miserably because I'm not <laughs> vulnerable enough for that. Um, and then I started writing, there was an open mic on campus. And then I started writing jokes for that. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Because, fuck that. I uh, got too scared. Which, looking back on it, I would have probably done as well as anyone else because there's no comics on campus. You destroyed. You would have murdered. I, I probably wouldn't have. Um, and then, yeah, I just kept on writing until one day I worked up the nerve to get on stage and then I did it. Nice. Winston's, you said, right? Um, well, actually, the first one I did was a place called Tommy T's and it was like a full black room. Oh, wow. And me and this old white lady. <laughs> and actually the host was this hot redhead chick. But <laughs> that was, we were like the only non-black people in that room. And so it was it was like weird. A lot of like the jokes were like really like they were like, like there was a lot of act outs, a lot of movement, a lot of like sexual things of a sexual nature. Yeah. Right. And up comes me and I'm not very movie. I'm just like, <laughs> this is me talking about Japan and, you know, racism. <laughs> they they were not really that into it, surprisingly. <laughs> and then that scared me off stage for a little while. And then I did Winston's, like months later. Okay. And then Winston's I did periodically. And then my start date is the first time I considered like myself going at it seriously, which is the first time I did more than a, one set a, in a week. And so that was January 5th, 2013. That was the time I did the second set in a week. Nice, I was like, dude. this is like a thing. That's like very close to the divorce day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember when I first started like getting a taste of um, what it's like to make people laugh. Mm. It was around. Um, it's a fucking. It's heroin. Yeah, it really it's is. It, it was like off. seventh grade ish. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, and I would uh, like I knew how to spell like everything. Like my brain was like on point. It was like I can sound it out. Like I know how to spell yeah. everything. And uh, so people would come up to me and they'd be like, "Hey, Doug, how do you spell this?" And this was before smartphones, before all that shit. Mm. And like people would have pen and paper ready to write it down and uh i started with i always started with uh because i just got sick of hey how do you spell hey, how do you spell, yeah. hey? so then i was like m o q r and they're like writing it down they're like hey that doesn't spell anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 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 laugh is always 
I was always like the, I guess I wasn't always the funny guy, but I tend to be the funny guy in the group sometimes, or like one of the funny ones in the mm -hmm. group. Um, but yeah, and that, that laugh, but that's sort of like shitty in a way because like then you're always expected to make people laugh. Because I've been in situations where like a song make me laugh. It's like, oh, well, fuck you. What about you? You do comedy? Tell me a joke. Yeah. You're funny, funny man. Yeah. And, and you know what's so funny is that I've been in situations where some make me laugh. Well, fuck you. I'm not your clown. And then they start laughing. I was like, I didn't mean to make you laugh. Like, Quit not, laughing. Yeah. They're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is so shitty. And, but the problem is like since I really always care about making people laugh is that I'm very harsh and critical on myself. So, like, I will always focus on the joke that doesn't work to the point where, like, it drives myself crazy. Like, the reason why, if I have a good set, and I record all my sets, the reason why right, I take, too. like, one or two days to listen to that set, if I think it went well, is because I know as soon as I listen to it, I'll fucking hate it immediately. Because I'll, like, <laughs> the timing is off here, or, like, this could be better, or I need to rewrite this joke, or how I say this is weird, right? And so... It's, yeah, I always have to wait a couple seconds. And even even in, like, an actual conversation, if I'm in, like, a party, which I rarely go to, but sometimes when I go to, I feel like I'm killing it. I'll be like, I'm on. I'm fucking crushing this party. <laughs> if I make one joke that doesn't work, even if I say, like, 90 jokes that work, or, like, some ridiculous, I don't do 90, but you know what I mean? And one joke that doesn't work, then that will change the tone of my night. <laughs> Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. They're probably thinking about how stupid that joke was. They're like, they don't give a shit. You know, but yeah, that uh, one the uh, one bad joke will set the tone for my fucking day. <laughs> Dude, it's always good to like if you're in a group. If you say something funny and you make them laugh, to just get up and leave. <laughs> just drop the mic. Where did he get a mic? <laughs> Is he carrying that around yeah. with him at all times? Oh, uh, it's expensive. He's just leaving it. Here. <laughs> that would be a really good life bit. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> The dude, the dude is broke. He just has a bunch of mics, but you know, yeah, he's hilarious. Thrift store. Just yeah. go to the thrift store. You yeah. buy a bunch of microphones. Just drop them in the conversation. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That'd be a good sketch. Yeah, it would be. Just like, why does he have so? Why is he pulling these mics? Yeah. He's, he's short by now. I don't understand. There's not enough pocket space for that mic. <laughs> You must have a secret compartment in this place uh, somewhere. God, I've I've never. I would I would I wish I could. I don't think there's ever a set that like I wish I could have that one set where afterwards I could drop the mic. Like, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that has that has to be like I feel like that doesn't come until like twenty years in and you have only one opportunity to do it and you have to take it. I feel like you have to have a drop the drop the mic. You just be like fuck this shit. <laughs> to be that release for me it's like shooting it's like, like i own comedy now yeah. boom like i've always wanted to shoot a gun because i feel like like at a shooting range not like recreationally or but, people, or yeah, just like... yeah and because because of that all that pent-up aggression in my mm -hmm. life and i feel like I, i'm gonna have rage problems growing up because i'm so <laughs> pent up well not because i'm so pent up it's because i'm so hard on hard on yourself yeah. and like rage is just internalized hate right yeah. and so i feel like i'm gonna have like that those rage problems i feel like just shooting a gun <laughs> would just make it all feel better right <laughs> And then, um, and so with comedy, there's just so much, there's just so much shit that you have to go through and you have to realize how just shitty you are constantly, how mm -hmm. not good you are. So to have that moment where you can just be like, fuck, this is my one release of my entire career. I'm going to fucking take it. <laughs> like, there's got to be like a, just fuck everything about this place. And then you can never perform there again because you like, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. What if like, you brought a replacement mic? Yeah. Just pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm, I want to try the mic, but I also want to be respected. <laughs> <laughs> I 
did my research. I found out what kind of mic it was. Uh, I got the existing mic. Oh, it's brand new. I think that's actually really good. But if you kill Reload, just pull out the fake mic and drop that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not connected to anything. Yeah, so it doesn't not, make no, sound. It doesn't make sound. But it just makes the thud. Yeah, it's just you make you make the thud into the microphone. Just <laughs> thud and just fucking walk out. <laughs> that's a bit I'm gonna do eventually if I'm good enough. That's what this is. That's. That's what I like to call a future bit. Yep. There's like bits I have, like, I'm not good enough for this right now. This is a future bit. <laughs> Keeping them on the head. Keeping them on the head. That's awesome. Oh, man. Um, oh, okay. So what's your favorite part about doing stand-up? I have to check something. Check this, your list of three questions? No, no, no. Uh, Facebook, something that might be... Okay, it's saying... What's saying more? the event starts okay. at 7.30. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's my event. I'm going to be the only one here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Quit reminding me. Yeah, loneliness. <laughs> no, it's a, oh, I, that was what I was, what, what I was talking about earlier. It was when I was talking about, you know, like how you're always reminded, like, love comes at you. Like, I feel like saying that is kind of like, you know how when people tell you, like, you're manually breathing? Or, like, your jaw has weight, or you're blinking now, or you're yeah. aware of your blinking. It's like that, but with loneliness. Like, when it's like, let me remind you how lonely you are. It's like, you're so bad at being with people that when you look to be with people, you can't be with people. But, yeah, what's my favorite part about comedy? Yeah. Um... Because there's, there's a couple different things that, like, totally stick out to me, but... All right, well, okay, you, you tell me what you, you like, and I'll... And I'll and well, I'll piggyback on that. <laughs> I love, like, I love the feeling of making people laugh mm -hmm. because it, it makes me feel good. Yeah. And then it makes me feel good that they're feeling good. And so yeah. it's, like, cyclical. Yeah. And so when it goes in the cycle like that, you're just like, let's keep this happy feeling going. Yeah. You have to like making people laugh. Like, I mean, if you hate that, then you can't be doing this. Yeah, but. then you're just not. But, like, laughing is such a nice, it's such a nice, it's such a nice thing for people to do with you. Because it's like their way of saying, of, hey, you let joy into my life. So yeah. much so that I had to show it. Like, there's no other yeah. reaction to me. but My body reacted. a pure show of joy, and that's because yep. of you. Like, there's nothing better than that. Oh. And that's why I think, that's why I think the compliment of being funny is a lot better than the compliment of being intelligent. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, not only are you intelligent, but you're, in, you're in intelligent in a way that makes people happy. Yep. Like, that's, that's I mean, I think Emotional that's... Emotional intelligence. Yeah. There was a Professor Blastoff episode about that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the podcast with um, Kyle Dunnigan, Tig Notaro, and uh, uh, okay, okay. David Huntsberger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just like there's this, yeah, psychology to it that's really nice. Um, and then sort of a community where it's just it's just so it accepting. is a really cool community yeah it's like a, we're so. all these kind of like these weirdly broken people we're the island of misfit toys yeah we are we are nobody wants to be with a yeah. duck in the box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's so starting 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 no i don't know what I'm, that's accurate <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say that's startlingly startlingly accurate <laughs> I don't shockingly, think I shockingly, it's just, it just, it just, it, like that's one of those jokes. You're like, huh? Oh. <laughs> that made me feel. All of a sudden, the song starts playing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like what? When you had that queued up? No, I didn't do it. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's just like these like broken guys that are just trying to, you know, share their broken views in a way that's yep. funny. It's, it's. And then when people relate to that, you're like, it's, yeah, it's, it's. It's really, like, it's noble because of how open it is, but it's also noble because of how unnoble it is to everyone else. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, sharing your feelings is, a, like, 
no one places a premium on that in our society. So to have these people that are like, look, I'm this fucked up, depressed, possibly suicidal <laughs> piece of shit, and here's how I feel about online dating. Yeah. Like, but how I like really feel about it. It's like this really like it's there's a certain nobility behind it to yeah. just be like, look, I'm putting my soul out here for yeah. you, please. Yeah. Please accept my soul. Or like, yeah, yeah. I would say, I don't want to say please validate me, but like, it kind of what it is. It's just like, it is validation. It is. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm, I'm broken, but I'm not broken without a reason. Like I'm not, bro or like I'm not broken without some sort of cause, you know, like there's, yeah. there's hope. Yeah. There's hope. That's why I'm talking about it on stage in front of you with a microphone. Yeah. And now, and now I find myself, find myself thinking, and this is totally pretentious. When I see a bunch of non-comics hanging out, I was like, what are they, what's going on? <laughs> what's, what are they talking about? What are these people have? What the fuck do happy people talk about? <laughs> why are they so... I always... When I why see, are you so happy yeah, at the I job see, that you hate? Yeah, why? when I see a group of people being happy, I was like, don't you know all this sucks? Like, what are you... <laughs> why are you... Why, oh, or when they're confident without any reason to be confident? Like, you just... You just have hair. Like, that's not... <laughs> that's not a reason to be like, oh, I'm a good person. Like, you just have hair. <laughs> you just have hair. That's all you have going for you. And I, but I'm so, at the same time, I'm so jealous of that. I wish I could just be like, oh, fuck off. I exist. I'm great. Like, I wish I could. Like, there's a certain nicety just, like, not caring about things and just being like, ah, I don't, my brain doesn't think. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. Ugh, I can't, I can't think of a world where, like, no one has any passion. Where it's just like, no one's going for what they love. Yeah. And, like, everyone's just working like a blue-collar, white-collar job or whatever, yeah. and it's like, and then you die. Like, what? Well, I mean, and what I've noticed a lot recently is that, no, I mean, at the same time, not a lot of people have the ambition that I that's, have that's for the true. thing, you know? Some people just don't have that ambition, and Some they're people... fine with just being a blue-collar, then all the power to them. But, you know, don't be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Stop pretending you're happy! You're not happy! Yeah. Uh... That's my, that's, it's like, so it's like when people have, when people ask you like, oh, are you okay? It's like, no, I'm not okay. And stop pretending that you are. Like, <laughs> like, let's just, let's just be honest that we're all just fucking sick of everything. And we're all just trying to make it through whatever this is. Dude, I talked to this guy, um, uh, at the, at the bank and he like used to act and stuff in LA and, um, I told him I was going up to LA to pursue my dreams and stuff and, and, um. He's like, oh, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, man. And then at the end of the conversation, he was, it was just like, uh, oh, so it was like one of the saddest phrases I have ever heard because he, like, he came down here and he got married and stuff and he like just kind of stopped pursuing. And then um, yeah. um, he was like, oh, yeah, well, all right, well, okay, I'll see you later, man. I, mean, yeah. uh, I had to give up on my dreams. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh. So he gave up on his dreams to get with a girl? Is that basically? I don't know if it was that. It was just like pursuing it and like not sticking it out. Yeah. And then like not still going with what you want to do. Yeah. And then just settling, I guess. Like, yeah. That drives me insane thinking yeah. about that. I couldn't. Oh God! Like I don't. Like I don't think I could. At this point, I don't think I could be with a girl that wasn't fully behind my ambition. Like yeah. I'm. It's gonna. Yeah. And. It's gonna have to be whoever breaks the fucking shell, right? It's also gonna have it's to be. It's gonna be a girl named Michelle. Put in a tough position <laughs> where I'm only into black chicks, so I can't. With like weird names, so I can't. I can't be Michelle. Uh, Laquanda. <laughs> and, uh, um, uh, no, but yeah, it's gonna be, there's gonna be this like, uh, they will also have to shoulder this ambition because I'm not giving it up until I absolutely run into a wall and it's been like, I gave it my best. But I'm no. not. But it's never gonna be like, not oh, I'm settled, and it's like, I mean, maybe. You can't. You can't. 
I feel like I don't have a plan B because you can't have a plan B. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like one of those things where like you just can never say never. Like maybe something may come along in the future yeah, where so I'm okay with shelving this dream and mm-hmm. okay with having giving it a shot. The biggest thing is giving this the best shot I got. Yeah. But if, well, it, if that event comes along and in my mind I'm like, this is probably the right decision for me, then I'll be like, look, I tried. I did my best. I'm happy with the work that I did. Yeah. But it's time for me to be this other person. Um, it, it took me... A semester, no, two semesters, a two-year Mormon mission, and then five and more, and then five more semesters yeah. to realize. Oh wait, five more? Six more semesters in college yeah. to realize why are you spending all this time in college? Like I don't want to do anything that is affiliated with college at all. Like, yeah. and people are like, well, you can always take a creative writing class. Just get your degree. Like, why not? I'm yeah. like, cause it's more time that I'm wasting. Like, and more time and more money and more focus that I'm putting on college and school. Mm than if I were to just like go full go head on like so I have the full-time job right now I'm saving yeah. up I'm gonna move up to LA and like I have a job waiting for me as a PA once mm. I um, move out there so it's gonna like put me in the like maybe some of the right places to get yeah. the scripts out there and whatever and like if you're right you can never say never yeah um, but like if, I, but I never want to feel like I'm quitting yeah I want to feel like okay this chapter in my life I'm glad it happened but it might be done you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's 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 when I walk away with it. But when I was like, oh fuck, I can't do this. Then then <laughs> then that's not the right place. But if it's like, look, these sort of things happen in my life, and my life went in this direction, and I'd probably be happier if I didn't do this. Then I, then then it's a, that's a it was a serious conversation you have to have with yourself. But like it's it always I feel like to just be like no, <laughs> never, right? You can't you can't you like, can't and especially <laughs> when there's no there's no validation. There, oh, there's no like concrete like solidifying there's nothing solid about this at all yeah right it's always like get to the next show get to the next show mm-hmm. so with that to have just a solid no never <laughs> is like is is not you got to be flexible and you got to be open-minded you, you gotta you gotta come with what yeah comes to you yeah you can't just be like but well, this is the path i thought for me but it's like that's not the path life thought for you yeah you don't control your own life sometimes <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta make sure whenever the bend in the river comes you go the right way you yeah. know that's all you can do. All you can do is paddle. <laughs> <laughs> like with, with comedy, with stand-up, like I do, I want to do stand-up till I die. Like I never want to retire. I never want to get to a point where I have, I, I do want to get to a point where like I have enough money where mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could retire. Because mm-hmm. then there's security in that. There's like being able to take like a two-month vacation and just like just yeah. chill and just decompress and do nothing. Mm-hmm. But then once coming back, like I want to keep creating, keep like yeah. making people laugh and stuff. And so like the, Stand-up, TV shows, like, I want to act in those TV shows, too. Yeah. Um, I want to direct at some point. Like, I think it's going to be awesome. And I do music. Mm. Uh, like, a, yeah, because I wrote the theme the song. Theme song. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't recorded yet, right? We're not, this hasn't started. <laughs> <laughs> Got you again. This is just been the, recording. This is just the pre-show, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can actually start now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like. Stand up, it's not solidified. Like I only want to do stand up for the rest of my life. It's like I also want to go into all these other venues and like mm. it would be really cool to. Um, I was talking to Shane Brendan and uh, a couple episodes ago, and yeah. he uh, he said I think it'd be really cool to like just be on staff, like be on a writing staff, oh, like, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. like write on a TV show. Any life experience I'll take. Yeah, I'll just be like yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome. And like if that show ends, then you could like get recognized for your writing and go to another show and just like bounce around different shows. And then at a certain point, like, once you have, like, the, the cred, I guess, or yeah. the writing cred it's, if yeah. you will, then, uh, then you, people will be like, well, do you have anything? Yeah. And it's like, yes! 
yes, I've had all this stuff for years, yeah. and here it is. Yeah, here's what I got going. Yeah, it's like it's not it's not gonna be an easy road by any sort of means. It will. It will be. It's an easy the road. easiest road. It's the easiest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everything just everything works out always. It's like yeah. a weird thing where you just, haven't heard that. Everything's great all the time. Yeah. It's like no one's ever. Comedy is filled with the happiest people. <laughs> right? All the time. <laughs> Like, why won't someone talk about how depressed they are? Right? It's, just so, it's just these happy-go-lucky people. Why won't someone talk about something that doesn't work out? Yeah. Oh, it's always everything, yeah, everything. Why is everyone never a piece of shit? Why is everyone so perfect all the time? And that's what comedy is. Comedy is a place where perfect people get to be better than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the least true thing that yeah, has ever been yeah, stated, stated on any podcast. <laughs> Did you have any lingering questions from before that we were talking about? Anything that we tabled that we didn't get to? Not that I think. You should, you should, you should just go full Pete Holmes and take notes. And, 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 I, and, and have just some woman here on the side be your producer. And call her me, Katie. No matter what Katie? her name is. She's like, my name's Jessica. Yeah. I'm a dude. Katie, Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Anything we haven't covered yet? I'm just talking to no one. Yeah. Anything we haven't... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was that one thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I can't think of anything we table. This is a question that I ask a lot of people. Okay. Is if you could talk, and I'm gonna add to it more now. But if you could talk, if you could tell yourself one year in the comedy, Doug, you know, one year in the comedy, what would you tell him? What advice would you give him? One year into comedy, me. Um, quit school. Ooh, ooh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah. Fucking quit school, <laughs> like get out of there. Like yeah. I had a lot of good. Uh, I don't miss the social interaction yeah, that I'm I not got in school. That. <laughs> I understand like, that. I that's understand all that. I was like. Ugh. That's all I got out of school was like yeah. meeting people, like hanging out, like um, some 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 hookups here and there, yeah. or whatever. But uh, um, just like just like meeting a lot of people, talking to a lot of people, making people laugh, and like. Um, uh, it's it's like unintentional networking, I guess. Yeah. Like it's kind of it's gonna be a cool feeling when at some point um, people will be like, oh, I totally knew him. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Like I went to college with him. But I find <laughs> a lot of people. I can't, I mean, not my friends are my friends, but I find a lot of people that I try to meet sometimes. It's like, oh wait, you're not a person either. So I'm like, this is not <laughs> this is not gonna be a good friendship for us. Where it's just gonna be like two people who like, yeah, we just sit around all day with our hands in our laps. Yeah. A year. Yeah, a year into comedy, Doug. Uh, I'd tell him, quit school, mm -hmm. get a full-time job, mm -hmm. save up and move move to L.A. Okay. Like, full on. Because what do you tell to 21-year-old Doug, person to person? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> well, I'd say, first of all, I'd say uh, move up, move to California as mm -hmm. soon as possible. Mm -hmm. um, uh, write down stuff that makes you laugh. When I first moved out here, my main focus was music. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, guitar and piano, like, mostly guitar, because I hadn't played piano in a really long time, and um, I was like, I'm going to be a musician. Like, I, I, I lived off of, like, a dollar a day, food-wise, mm -hmm. for a while. Damn. And that's because, like, I just didn't have any money. Like, I had run out of student loan money, like, and, um, and I was going to school, and 
Uh, yeah, I was going to, like, Carl's Jr., get a spicy chicken, like, every day. Or, like, yes. go to uh, Jack in the Box, like, dollar menu, that's, you know? That's my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think I've gone grocery shopping in, like, months. <laughs> Dude, me neither. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, music, like, the music will come when I'm inspired, and, like, uh, sometimes, like, I, I had dated a few girls and, like, wrote, written songs about them and whatever, and, like, but... I didn't, I didn't really, like, I had an inkling that, like, I wanted to do comedy. Comedy, 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 yeah. only comedy. And ever since I was, like, that's 12 right, or so. one of those things that's in the back of your mind. But you're like, that's ah, kind of silly. Like, who does comedy? Yeah. Well, that was for me anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like, uh, you hear about writers and stuff and them. Like, there's this other podcast I listen to sometimes with the um, Nerdist Writers Panel. Mm -hmm. And they talk about, like, the first time they realized that you could make money doing comedy, like, writing, they, like, would be watching the credits of the show, and they're like, what is that person yeah, written by? Writer. What? Do they get paid for that? That's yeah. their job? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, and, um, so I didn't really, I wasn't really conscious of that for a while, and so I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna make music, like, it's gonna be awesome, I wanna be in a band at some point, um, and then I, I would do comedy here and there, but I never was, like, just fucking move out of North County, like, there's nothing, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing here for you in North County, yeah. and, um, so, yeah, I'm, like, diligently paying my debt, yeah, my debts, that's important, Pl yeah. debts, plural, you and, get, um, get rid of that, yeah, and that, now that I have a car, car payment paid off, like, and I have another credit card that's gonna have the final payment paid off next month, like, I'm getting to the point where I'm, like, okay, like, this is, this is working, and I have some savings that I'm gonna, and then, um, I have a fiscal year bonus at, at the, my current job, which yeah. is why I haven't moved yet, which doesn't kick in. Like we we've already reached the goal of the fiscal year, and mm -hmm. so we don't we're not guaranteed that money until we've worked there past okay. May for May thirty first. Okay, so you have to stay here for a while. Yeah. So that. so like so when's your timetable to moving to LA? When do you, July. July. Okay. Yeah, to like beginning of July. Um, I'm looking for a place for like. <laughs> If anyone hears this and they uh, find a place, <laughs> no one's listening. Yeah, <laughs> this still, again. still no one's listening. <laughs> Pete's podcast get me through the workday. Like it's. Oh a, yeah, I mean that gets me through life sometimes. Definitely. Like, yeah. Oh, I feel shitty. Oh well, <laughs> I'm not alone. I started back in episode one. Yeah. Like four or five months ago. Okay. And I've worked what, through every single. What would you correct. recommend? Because I'm listening, I'm not going in order. So. Oh, you're just anyone, bouncing around. Yeah. So ones that I've liked so far have been Rory Scovel's. Mm -hmm. Um, Bert Kreischer, 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 I think. Kreischer, that one was great. And um, the Birbiglias. Yeah, Patrick Walsh was one of my absolute favorites. Okay. He's like, like I. We're just talking about another podcast. <laughs> I know. We're about a better podcast. Other podcast. <laughs> For those of you listening, <laughs> listen to that one. <laughs> uh, no, so yeah, the pa Patrick Walsh episode. I was fucking losing, losing my mind at my desk. At work, yeah. and I, I had the hardest time stifling my laughter. Yeah, um, that one, and then the uh, Moshe Moshe Kasher returns. Like that, that one's good too. Holy shit! I've heard oh that from gosh. multiple people that the Moshe Kasher returns one is pretty good. Yeah. Oh man, those two like totally stand out. I, the Zach Galifianakis one was amazing. Good, yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of his comedy. Like I think he's funny, Moshe Kasher, but I like I can never get into it. Like I try to watch like his live at Oakland. And I was like, this is has things, but I just can't sit down and watch it. It's oh. weird. There's like that weird thing where you're like, I respect someone as an artist. And, like, I think that he's really funny, but I just can't force myself to like it. Yeah, it's weird. I, I haven't heard, I haven't uh, seen any of his, uh, wait, I think I saw his live stand-up on Pete Holmes' show. On Pete Holmes' show? Oh, was he on Pete Holmes? I think he was on there one time. Mm. 
Um, I haven't seen that show. It's so good, dude. Is it? It's yeah. so good. And, like, up until, like, a week ago or so, mm-hmm. <laughs> just plugging the Pete Holmes show. Just Watch the Pete Holmes show. Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> up until, like, a week or so ago, it was... Uh, He's going to be at the Laugh Factory? <laughs> <laughs> or so ago like all of the episodes were online mm-hmm. with no commercials oh damn so it was like all right we'll be right back and then it would come right back and i was like yes no commercials like Solid. now now it's to a point where it's like three and a half minutes of commercials yeah. so I'll, like do something else while that's going on but uh oh my gosh it's so damn funny and like a lot of his stand-up and a lot of a lot of the stuff from the podcast has translated into and the show really well oh yeah, yeah. um so yeah as you go through and like listen to them all, all then right. you'll be like there's another inside joke I get. Yeah. There's another one, there's another one. yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking about right. a second ago? Well, going back to my previous question, now what do you tell 16-year-old Doug? Oh, shit. 16-year-old Doug. I think that's the trifecta I like asking. 21, 16, Oof. and first year comedy. Ah, uh, wow. 16-year-old Doug. What do you tell that guy? What do you tell go- that fucking idiot? I was such a goober child. Yeah. Don't like, you ever like think back to your teenage years and think, God, that guy was dumb. That guy <laughs> was I mean, not so much. That's I mean, my thing. Dumb, dumb with the ladies, for sure. I'm just dumb about life, dude. <laughs> right? Well, with life, I didn't take myself too seriously. Like, mm. in high school, I got to a point when I was like, 15, whereas didn't care anymore yeah. as far as like what I looked like, how I was presenting myself to people. I would always go to the thrift store for clothes and stuff. Yeah. And then like I shower at night and I get up and however my hair is, that's how it is. Mm. And so like for a big portion of uh, like I guess freshman year to sophomore year, like it was just um, just like crazy, wacky, like whatever. It was all over the place. Mm. And girls would like try and like brush it. They're like, oh, you forgot to brush your hair. I'm like, you stupid bitch. Mm. I don't care about it. <laughs> <laughs> but really, I was just like, quit it. Stop. I, I like how it looks. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, at one point, I cut, like, um, I had to get my hair cut because uh, my mom was like, it's getting long. You have to get it cut. Get it cut. And um, I was like, I don't want to get it cut. I hate the way they cut my hair every single time. And she, yeah. was, she was like, just get it cut. We were at the mall, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, all right, fine, I'll get it cut. And so then uh, the lady was like, how do you want it cut? And my mom was like out walking, like whatever. And I was like, have you seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? Uh, <laughs> she, was, she was like, yeah. And then I was like. <laughs> oh, that hurts. No, that no, hurts. I was totally, I, I flaunted it with pride. I know, I would, I would be too self-conscious for that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I want it like. Lloyd Christmas, like Jim Carrey's character in Dumb and Dumber. So, but all she did though, she didn't like shorten it up or anything. She just kind of like had it down and like wet, and then just cut across my forehead, the middle of my forehead. And then she was like cringing right now. So she was like, "That's good." And I was like, "Yeah, that's good." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't give a shit about my appearance. I wish it's just try a little harder. That's all you gotta do. You don't even have to like go all out. Just like put on a shirt. Like, yeah, you, know, yeah. like, you don't need shorts all the time. That's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I've never, I just brought that question up to you because I've never thought about what I'd tell a 16 year old son, especially because he was so close and I was only five years ago. Yeah. I think, well, so yeah, I think what I'd tell myself is just uh, um, write down everything you think is funny. Mm-hmm. Try and try and do stand up the first chance you get. Because like there was, there was a place called Go Bananas and that was in Cincinnati and it was right. like, I guess kind of hard to get to. Um, but, like,
like, I think you had to be 18 to perform there, and then, um, I just never did, and I never even went there. Like, I went and saw this kid that I knew back in high school doing comedy at, like, some diner or something. It was yeah. a weird setup in, uh, Cincinnati, and, like, I was like, oh, like, this isn't great. I don't know. Like, I just didn't, I didn't really know how to feel fully. Yeah. Um, yeah, something I don't know how to do now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sixteen-year-old me, I'd just be like, write down everything you think is funny. Um, it gets better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all I tell him. Just make it. Just make it through. You'll be yeah. fine. High school, uh, senior year of high, high school, school doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Like, unless the only reason high school matters. Listen, high school kids, better listen. Which to this. They never read <laughs> Repealing the 13, 13 to nineteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> just really introspective thirteen year olds. That's what we're trying to. Do. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you, uh, if you're going for something that's like administrative or like CEO or like, uh, it's just I don't know, like science related. Like school is for you. Mm. Be in school if that's what you love. Be in school. Go to college. Like I think. It's it's kind of shitty because of how expensive education is. Yeah. But I think it's very important to give education a shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Like at least go to community college. If you don't like it, then get out. But the, the the fact of the matter is is that there are millions of people who would kill for the opportunity that you have just for the opportunity to try to go to college. Yeah. And for you not to take that at least at least been like, well, if you didn't like it and if you went and you didn't like it, that's you. Like I understand completely. But to say like I'm not even gonna try. I mean that's such a wasted opportunity. Yeah. That most people don't even fathom, can't even fathom having. Yep. Yeah. And there's a there's a website like edx.org I think is what it is and it's like full on college courses that you can take online. Yeah. And um, I was like that's really cool for someone who wants to go to school. Like yeah. like maybe I might take something at some time later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pull a James Franco and just. just <laughs> yeah. Like I know all this stuff. I took a class, okay? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, 16-year-old Doug, yeah, it's just, like, mm. it's it's fine. Um, move move to L.A. the first chance you get. Just move to California the first chance you get. Yeah. Get to L.A. as soon as get possible. Get out of Kentucky. Yeah, like, I, man, when I first moved out here, I should have moved to L.A. a lot sooner. Like, I wanted to do acting and stuff, too. Yeah. Which I still want to do, but, like, then I was, like, I was, uh, at, the, at a certain point I tried to get an agent mm. and then it was like, so then they would like look for s- jobs for me, I guess. Yeah. And like, then I would try and do stuff like that. And I was an extra in a bunch of stuff. And, um, but that was when I was on unemployment. And then, so now like looking forward, having a job, like just having still, income. still, yeah, still yeah. living here. There's that thing for me. So I'm just out of here. Not even yeah, what about you? 16-year-old you. 16-year-old me, I, yeah, I guess I would say... Flipping the question around to I you. guess I would say, um, just don't give less of a shit about what people think of you because they're not thinking of you. Because, mm-hmm. um, but as far as, I mean, it's tough because it's so close. I guess it just be less fearful <laughs> of trying... That was five years ago. Yeah. Holy shit. Being, trying, like... <laughs> New things. Don't worry so much uh, about high school. Yeah. Just, you'll get through it and you'll be fine and things will work out eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. That's the thing. But now, looking forward and being like, what would 30-year-old Hassan say to 21-year-old Hassan? And this is what I think I would say to myself Am I 30-year-old Hassan? <laughs> I mean, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just became white and Mormon all of a sudden. Like, what happened? Weird. Uh, yeah. Um, I think, this is tough because it could be completely wrong because it's just pure speculation, but I think I would say enjoy where you're at. Don't live, like try to live in the moment. I think I've spent so much of my life worrying about the future and this would probably work for a 16-year-old son too where I'd be like, that back then I was worried about like, Oh, I gotta get a good job, and I gotta have it like. But I, I wasn't like I wasn't enjoying being a high schooler. I wasn't making mistakes like high schoolers should make. High schoolers should be fucking up constantly. Yeah. They shouldn't be trying to be this mature or this like forward-thinking person all the time. I mean, it helps, and you should every once in a while. But you should definitely be like, I'm gonna fucking trespass today, or like, or like you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just like yeah. just do stupid shit. Yeah. And I got and and like now I'm trying. I think I touched on it earlier, just to be less of a spectator and be like, the future is the future, and I understand that, and I have to prepare for that. But like, there's these times where I just gotta be like, dude, just enjoy the fact that you're at this party, mm-hmm. or that you're doing this thing, and just stop being so fucking stupid about it. Where you're like, oh, what am I gonna say about this later? And what, is there a joke here? No. <laughs> just like, enjoy. Was I as funny as I could have been? Yeah, oh. did I make that joke? Did I, I didn't make that joke as good as it could have been. Yeah. Like, oh, you said something unfunny. Well, fuck you. Then you said something unfunny, right? People say unfunny shit all the time. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like less of the, more of a, just learn how to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm aiming at to now. <laughs> aiming, aiming towards now, I guess. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Well, I think, I think this is good, uh, yeah. natural end I spot. Think Keep it crispy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not mine. It's not mine. This, this is it. I made it weird with the cult. Is that? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you could actually. I have been um, asking. Uh, I call my listeners the Yamitators. The Yamitators, all one of them. <laughs> yes, yes. Because it's Yamitat. You yeah, and me and thoughts yeah, and talk. Yeah. How many listeners do you actually have? I don't mean to pry, uh, but do you have like a fair amount? I actually? don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, I probably have like twenty, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. It's a, it's a start. I don't know. Yeah, and um. And I like keep telling people about it and stuff, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, I'll check it out." And then people are like listening, and they're like, "Oh, I liked this." And so I'm like, "Maybe they'll tell more people about yeah. it." Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've been coming up. I've been trying to come up with like um, puns with yam in it. Mm. Uh, so like I've so far I've got yamaste, um, uh, yamitation, yamitation. Um, y- um, like yam it up instead of ham it up. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm just yamming it up here. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we be yamming. We be yamming. Um, Keep it yammy. <laughs> no, no, no! It's too close. It's too close. Oh Jesus! Yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck I, right I, now. I, you just end it right here. <laughs> oh, do you have stuff to plug? Um, well, what, around what time will this come out? So I know. Oh, um, this is episode nineteen. Fifteen yeah. is out right now. So in three weeks. So uh, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. It'll come out on the um, April or May sixteenth. May sixteenth. May sixteenth. Yeah. All right, sweet. Well, then on the May twenty first, I will be at Porter's Pub at UCSD. If any of my friends are listening, uh, get on that. And then June first, I will be hosting the All Star Show at Madhouse. That's Sunday at eight. And I don't know the details about the Porter's Pub show yet. Because it's fucking April. <laughs> Mid-April. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I had to... Add, um, before this week, mm-hmm. I only had um, yesterday's podcast in the bank. And so yeah. I was like, oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, oh crap, I gotta. You gotta have. You gotta have a few. Uh, this is the fourth one I've done this week. Damn. Yeah. Who else have you had on that I might know? You had Shane. Shane Brendan. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a funny guy. Yeah, dude, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let me go to the list. I got the list up right here. Yeah, Jimmy Calloway. Oh, Jimmy Calloway's funny as hell, too. Yep. Uh, my buddy Jackson Milgaton, he's a musician. He's been in a bunch of bands mm-hmm. down here. And um, he... Damn, actually, I should... I don't know. I should listen to the show, actually. <laughs> There's some, like, names that I'm really interested in there. David, yeah. The, the David Dorward episode I definitely would want to listen to. Yeah, David Dorward. Um, Tyler Scott, Reese. Scott Blacks, Tyler Reese. Mm-hmm. Stuart Swanson, that one was awesome. Austin, Austin, and Austin Train and Jeffrey, that was like... They were both there for both episodes, yeah. so I just released this one as Austin's, this one was, no, I released this one as Austin Train and Jeffrey Brenner part one, and then yeah. part two, because they were both there for pretty much all of it. Basically, if you're listening to the show, you should listen to past episodes, because there are some interesting people on there. Yeah. Jared yeah. Malone, he's my buddy. They're, we've been friends for like 20 years mm, now. Yeah, he was great in those Subway commercials. <laughs> <laughs> he lost all that weight. <laughs> <laughs> Megan Gotch was the nerdy girly I was telling you about. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel R.C., Steven Spinola. So yeah, this this is this is interesting. This is I might steal this format eventually in the future. Right. It's gonna be you and me and talks in a song. <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> oh, it's too close. <laughs> We're gonna say keep it yammy every no, episode. No, no. Every episode will have a yam based title. <laughs> no, damn it, no. <laughs> Candied yams. Yeah. Candied yamming it up. Yeah. Um, yeah what's your sweet potato? <laughs> MRJB Ahmad. That's M R J B A H M A D. I try to tweet at least one thing a day. Cool. Keep that. Keep that good. Keep that crispy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get contacted by Pete Holmes. Yeah, no, or something. That. He's just gonna be like, "Thank God nobody cares about this show." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then any yeah. So you plug your shows, your Twitter, the the Facebook. I do. I did write down like stuff to plug just because yeah. I forget sometimes. Yeah. The Facebook page for this is slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, go ahead and comment on there. Ask any questions or messages. No one's asking. No. No. Um, <laughs> I have questions about this one. Yeah. It's on iTunes and Stitcher and Yamatat dot com. Um, but odds are you knew that if you're listening to this. Uh, our apartment comedy show. Every Saturday. Yeah, every Saturday. Except when I don't post anything. Yeah. When I, yeah, when I don't post it, it's not happening. Yeah. Wait, this is stuff that I plug usually in the intro. Ah. Yeah. Plugging it again. This episode's already Who weird cares? enough. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about dreams for half an hour. Yeah. There's no direction in this podcast. <laughs> oh, it's so great. Uh. All right, well, we're going to get ready for our perfect comedy show because that's next. Yeah. All right, Peace. so stop listening. Mm.